The characters in this specific book do say some problematic and harmful things about people with suicidal thoughts and mental illness, so we discussed that throughout the episode. It's all in a pretty lighthearted way, but it is a serious topic. Feel free to skip the episode if you aren't comfortable listening to that. Hello. This is the I'm the I'm the bean at the Mr. No, bean natural. This is the animorphs. This is an animorphs. Does it matter? Yes. Okay. How can we always say the animorphs book club? Or this is an animorphs book club podcast, where a podcast is the reading of the books of the animorphs and also of the discussing of those said books of the animorphs on podcast format. I'm be natural. I'm better. I'm Mustrada. I'm Stir. We're going to talk about book 17, The Underground. There's nothing to fear but the Yurks themselves. Oh, is that the tagline? <laughs> That's the tagline. That's the stupidest tagline I've ever I was gonna, heard. I was going to bring that up, yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I I didn't know that it was a tagline until just now when I decided to read it. No, that was my first note. There's nothing to fear but the Yurks themselves. <laughs> Well, and also, I mean, we'll learn in this book, also, oatmeal is pretty scary. For, for anyone... No big great war has ever been fought over oatmeal. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't known about that. Until to today. today. We're getting ahead of ourselves, guys. Yeah, it's oatmeal times later. Uh, this, this cover is very pink. <laughs> I like it. This is the pinkest cover this I've seen. This is the weirdest position. I, I just mm. like the second Rachel. I like the third Rachel. It's yeah, third Rachel is great. <laughs> It's just like I, mean, I wish that bat website still existed. Is this the same model? I like how her legs are really. Teeny. It looks like the same model she as the last silly. two books. The contrast is really dialed up, though. Maybe that's just the. PDF. Imagine being like this model and being like a child and going to school and stuff, and then seeing this book on the bookshelves, and there's your face, freaking, but half bat. Hey, on the second <laughs> picture, her head is like in front of the wing of the third picture, but then her arm is behind the third picture's body. They're they're layered they're layered over each other. The layering with the, the looks really time. awkward. Oh no, I think it's good because like with this one, the wing is like way back, so it's like a. Okay, so effect. the problem is she's getting smaller as she turns into a bat. So my brain is thinking, oh, she's moving farther away, especially with those the three at the end, because they they go like up as they go farther away. So, but no, I mean, she's actually going towards us. Oh, that's really hard to tell. It's like an optical illusion. That's trippy. I, I never saw it like that. Yeah, also, it really bothers me. And then they're like oddly overlapping each other too. They look flat almost. I think it's weird that it's like going so far up because when you shrink, you don't like it. You don't like go up like that. Yeah, Capelgate like, lied. You might. She said shrinking was like falling, not like. Hey, this, these covers are never. Uh, these covers do not represent the book into the content of the books at all. Yeah, anyway, I really animates. like the colors, though. I like the dark blue at the top, and it's like purple, and then it goes to pink. I mean, that, I can see a sunset being like that. Oh. It's probably accidental, but I guess the sunset theme is kind of appropriate. I mean, I guess a night, a, a dark purple night theme would have been great. But... Sunsets have more gradients. No, it's just night. This is the best you could have gotten. See, because she's going from a daytime. Uh, diurnal human to a nighttime <laughs> nocturnal bat and you can tell because the bat is going up to where the the sky, the sky is darker Ooh. there's so much imagery here wow okay cool i just love there's nothing to fear but the yokes themselves and oatmeal. i wonder what fdr would think of that <laughs> oh wait i didn't even realize that that wasn't oh you didn't <laughs> no that's why it's so funny because it's like there's nothing to fear but fear itself <laughs> <laughs> that's so they took stupid. the same quote but <laughs> changed the word fear to like not make sense. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, start that out. It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted? Oh, I'll probably not. That the only thing we have to fear is... The Yerks themselves. 
Wow. Okay, we're going to summarize the book, and then we're going to talk about it. All right, so the book begins with uh, the Animorphs decide to go to Planet Hollywood, which is some restaurant or something where uh, celebrities perform and just show up and be celebrities. They wanna, they're going to go there as birds to just check it out because it's fun. No other reason. But then they see a dude jump from a building while they're there. And so they all decide as birds to save him and uh, like grab it. Like, he, he was committing suicide. So they all grab him and slow his fall and drop him in the river where he survives. Uh, and then, so that's in the news because Arnold Schwarzenegger actually shows up and saves the dude from drowning in the river. And that's in the news. Uh, except, I guess, nobody saw the birds, but whatever. Um... So it turns out Rachel's mom is actually this dude's lawyer. Uh, the dude, she fi- Rachel finds out via her mom that the, that the guy claims to have an alien living in his head. So Rachel's like, well, we got better check that out. So the Animorphs, uh, they go to the mental hospital. Um, they get in and they talk to the guy. And it turns out that the guy, he is a controller. Except his Yerk no longer can control him all the time. So most of the time, he is perfectly uh, in control of himself. But every once in a while, he'll start screaming and nonsense yerk word stuff because the yerk in his head is like totally crazy, and uh, and that for for that reason, he is in a mental institution because people think he's like schizophrenic and like you know pretty dangerous because he does random impulsive things. Then the yerk takes over. He reveals that this happened because he ate some instant maple and ginger oatmeal, which is like a really powerful drug for yurks and it means that the yurk doesn't need candrona anymore to survive and can just live off the bra- human brain but also is insane and yeah that's the whole thing so the animorphs are like well we better uh we can use this t- to fight the yurks somehow so uh they decided to just dig down into the- well first they try to go into the yurk pool uh through a regular entrance but it turns out there's this new uh, security protocol that won't let them do that so then they decided to just dig down to the yurk pool and there's a lot of digging. Eventually, they drop into a bat cave where they turn into bats. They find that there's an entrance uh, to, to the yerk pool through a crack in the bat cave. Did you say that they dig as molds? It doesn't matter. Whatever. I guess not. That was like the whole thing. Once they're in the yerk pool, there was a bunch of shenanigans because, like, Rachel, because, like, they all got separated and also lost and stuff, and some of them were captured. Rachel finds a Dracon beam and just starts shooting up the place. And then she then she uh, finds Cassie, and then they find Marco, and then they find the oatmeal, and then they throw the oatmeal into the pool, and then they throw Visitor Three in the pool, and then they they're like Visitor Three, we're gonna blow up the oatmeal if you don't if you don't let us go. And uh, the oatmeal's th- like in barrels, so it's yeah, it's not they making throw direct the package, contact. With is the they thing. throw the package of oatmeal into the yerk pool, and Visitor Three's like, well, I don't care, and then they throw Visitor Three in the yerk pool, and he's like, well, shoot, now I care, and then. They, they he lets them go except as they're leaving he starts turning into a giant thing so then it's very tense and they're running away and also there's Horkbeard going after them and then Rachel just collapses the tunnel with the Dracon beam and they all turn into bolt moles and dig out and go home and also then at the end Rachel turns into a bear and breaks the crazy guy out of the mental institution the end that was fast that was nice yay uh, this book was a lot better than I remembered it, because I remember this one sucking, but I actually liked it upon reread. Uh, I, I kind of remember it sucking, too. What? What did we say about When did this? you read this? Uh, a couple of days ago. No, oh, that was like yesterday. Yeah, I think like yesterday. Once it got to like You gave the... it a thumbs up, though. Yeah, it was what? still good. Okay. Oh. It sucked, but it was good. Parts of it I thought were really stupid and not very interesting. Okay, once you got to the book, I liked it a lot. Uh, this was the first book that I think really like focused on Rachel and was 
in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah. book seven, I don't recall really was specifically about Rachel. Like, they were all together, like, the whole time. And that was, like, really focused. You mean the like Elmist the... part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I actually really liked the stuff they did with Rachel yeah. in that book. Yeah, well, I, I don't recall it, like, Rachel specifically being, like, f- focused on more than other characters in that book. At least from what I remember. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a little bit, but not too much. No, yeah. Yeah, not too much. Not I, as much I, as this I didn't book. think of that as a fault. No. no, I'm not saying it's a fault. I'm just saying this this book like did it really well because the last book, Rachel book book twelve, focused on Rachel, but it was stupid. Mm-hmm. So this book, I like Rachel. Focused on Rachel. And I like she was Rachel really cool now again. I think I like Rachel less. What? Uh, what? Book, I was. So, I love Rachel. In this, this book. This book made, I related to Rachel in this. She was like sneaking no, around, shooting people. I related to Rachel when and... she was depressed. When she's sneaking around and shooting people, I'm like that. Just seems like. Really, anyone could do that. Yeah, but she was cool, and she like was like clever. Like she was like coming up with all these like ways to get okay, out of there. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not. I'm not saying that it's not cool that them. she did that. I'm just saying she's not exactly relatable because I couldn't see myself doing that, and that's not like something I struggle with. Is uh, I get stuck in hostage situations a lot. <laughs> I can really relate to like stealing a gun and uh, breaking out. You know. Well, I just thought Rachel was really cool in this book because Rachel was actually a really good liar. I don't like Cassie. Like she was like. So many times she was like coming up with all these great like lies and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's something you can relate to. She was well, playing Mr. the uh, what? What's that? What's that popular game called where you're different colors and you have to kill Among people? Us? It's not going to be popular in like two months when this episode comes out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, so don't leave this there because it'll date this episode. This episode was recorded in 2020. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 2020. Does that break your like illusion that you know these are recorded like? around this same time you're watching it you know similar maybe past month no this is years ago bro they don't they don't connect to you they're not they, they don't know they don't they, they don't connect to the audience the audience is like so far away <laughs> 2020 my guys it's who knows when this episode is i'm recording this this voice line in, in 2022 <laughs> but yeah I, this, this could be coming out even later than that bro it's like you're freaking you think they think they're connected to you that's funny it's cute I, I, i'm so far away this is old it's old you think it's new it's not new <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry to tell you bucko <laughs> But she was like playing that game. She's like, "Oh no, they're the they're the killer. Kill them." We'll, yeah, she'd we'll be get really to that. Good at among us. <laughs> uh, I'm so I'm terrible at lying games. I hate lying um, games. I don't think I'm really good at them. Yeah, you're great at them. Yeah, you're great at them. Uh, which you don't lie though. But yeah, this book explored like Rachel's fears and her insecurities and like her her fears as to what claustrophobia and just like how much she want and how much she like kind of was driven by impulse, but then she just kind of has to go through with well, it. To me, it doesn't feel like. Rachel was more claustrophobic than the other characters. Oh, oh no! Actually, the, there was a there was a cool connection with this. Where um, uh, the first like chapter of the book, she described like um being a yerk or being a human controller. I mean, and like how terrifying it is because like you you can't move at all. And then she I'd... specifically says that the yerks go to the bathroom for you. Yeah. yeah. So that's revealed. So that hasn't been said before. Well, I don't think the Yurks would relinquish control of the human. Just be like, okay, uh, you know, do your thing. <laughs> don't try anything weird, yeah, though. I'll, you know, I expect, I mean, just just do your I thing. I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> but like I talked about, like how like you're just like helpless to do anything, and then like later in the book, she had like uh, nightmares of like being a controller, but like she uh, she gets controlled by one of the Yurks, and she's just, like is like screaming in her own head, but she can't do anything, and that was like 
to me that seemed connected to like okay what really freaked me out about that dream sequence is she described the pain of the yerk crawling through her ear and like how like agonizing it was and like having her head shoved in the actual yerk pool oh i didn't well okay the thing is she's never had a yerk inside her so my thought was hold on jake didn't say anything about pain when the yerk went in but then i realized that's why jake 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 wasn't conscious when that happened so he wouldn't feel Duh. pain it took uh, me a- anyway, that freaks me out. I don't like caring about pain, and especially don't like ear stuff. Well, the ear touches my she, ear she, like she, a large snail. That's how it feels. Then the pain, it forces its way into my ear. It's inside my ear. The pain is incredible, but so much worse is simply knowing it has me. Well, she's just guessing that. That's just a, t- that's just a shot in the dark of what it might feel like. And, yeah. I'm not saying that it's scary because it's real. I'm just, I'm, I just didn't like the idea. Are you telling yeah. me this whole book isn't real? <laughs> Wait, no, you no, saying no, the no, dream no. sequence wasn't real? You literally, I hate you. Oh, I'm sorry. The podcast is over. This wasn't... podcast ends. We all hate each other now. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I had a point. Hang on. Are you in the middle of talking, or is this not important? No, no. You were talking, and then like we talked. So well, anyways, but uh, her like she was talking about like screaming, but not no one being able to hear because she's a controller, and that like seemed related to like when she was digging, and she was like worried about like she was kept thinking about being buried alive and just like screaming in the coffin and not being able to do anything. And oh, it was nice. scary, and that was like. I mean, like that, that's not feeling. really unique to Rachel, though. Yeah, but no one else talks about it. it. Well, that's because they're not the narrator. Yeah, I I agree. Like, I don't... When you said... Be that, when you said the book explores Rachel's fears, I don't think it was, like, specific to her. Um, Whatever. In I a mean, way that, like, no, I think it, it explores fears. That's I don't think thing. Marco cares about having dirt around him. He probably liked eating worms. You know what? I guess, like, none of the other people really talk about how they're scared of the Yurks. Well, no, either. they're all scared she of the Yurks. No, or the, not the no, Yurks. They're I don't all think scared the, of the, digging. The tunnels. Yeah, I don't think other people go into as much, like, fear about specifically being a controller as Rachel has in this book. Uh, well, yeah, because Jake doesn't care. I think they have. Anyway, my point is... Like, th- this book, I think, made the, the being a controller seem scarier than yeah. it has been before. No, yeah, Cavalcade definitely tried harder with that. What about being a controller, except books. you're in control most of the time, but every once in a while, this, your, it takes over your brain and screams crazy things, and also you could never get it out, because one day you ate oatmeal... Yeah, so the so the so the one time that guy ate oatmeal will just sustain the yerk for the rest of time. It, I guess it doesn't so. seem realistic. To they me. said it was really really addictive, so maybe he had to like. Maybe Wouldn't he started, have to continually eat it? Maybe then? he had to eat a ton of it, and then even even when the oatmeal was taken away, is just somehow um it altered the yerk. It said like it said like the yerk the, evolved into mega yerk. No, it's, it, it doesn't. Oh, okay. It literally says, hang on, it's it literally says mega yerk. No, it says uh uh. Over time, the continued indigestion of it became began to eliminate the Yurk's need for Gandronaways. At the same time, it drove them crazy. You see, it seems to literally replace some of the Yurk's brainstem. So, like, uh, uh, so it it changed the Yurk's DNA. The, uh, the Yurk's brainstem becomes replaced with oatmeal, and then it no longer <laughs> needs Gandrona. That's so silly that sounding. What it, says? <laughs> it says it seems to replace some of the Yurk's brainstem. It's referring to the food. Yeah. Yeah, but it's food. It would degrade over time. No, it replaces the brainstem. <laughs> Don't you know how sci-fi works? This is what happens in sci-fi books. You eat oatmeal and it replaces your brainstem. Guys, don't eat oatmeal because it, your body doesn't digest it. <laughs> you you are what you eat. When you eat oatmeal, it gets in your body for seven years. It stays in your body for seven years. There's like yerk propaganda. There's like a there's definitely like a cartoon all stars to the rescue, but for yerks and oatmeal. Well, yeah, what? it was like, oh, well, no, <laughs> there was, like, like little, like, anti-drug words, like, oh, these freaking yurks with their opioids are just, just as stupid as those humans with their drugs. Like, that was, like, a line in the book. Well, there oh, was really? a part where there was, like, a lady 
with like a Tupper, a little Tupperware <laughs> container of oatmeal, and someone was like, "What's this?" And she was like, "Oh, it's nothing. It's I'm just holding it for a friend. It's, 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 it's raisin bran. It's not oatmeal." Yeah. <laughs> he opens it. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's that's the maple and ginger stuff. Let's put it in the stash." By the way, we have two hundred pounds of that stuff <laughs> over there to the right, and yeah. turn left at the sign. Yeah, I think they would have blown it up and set it on fire by now. <laughs> well, no, when you set drugs on fire, like the, it gets in the air, and then all the yolks will like. Yeah, then they don't get higher. I don't think oatmeal gets in the air. No, I. For two yolks, it does. Oatmeal's <laughs> not addictive either, but two yolks, it is. What is it with the human food and having mystical powers in these books, like cinnabons and oatmeal and? Well, yeah, what if it has mystical powers? If... X just likes those. Man, why? This oatmeal thing's stupid. Why is it specifically cinnamon and or cinnamon and ginger oatmeal? Like, no, well, that's maple, like my instant maple. Instant, specifically instant maple. cinnamon okay. maple. Okay. Just say not, no. cinnamon. Maple not cinnamon. Maple ginger. Just say no. They don't know if it's only instant cinnamon, maple, ginger, sugar, brown sugar, ginger, instant oatmeal. For all they know, that's just the oatmeal that 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 guy in the in the home happened to eat. So that's just he was as specific to himself as possible. Well, no, because the Yorks have an entire stash of that specific oatmeal. I suspect that it was also just like a specific brand that was doing it, that was that was causing it. Like it was some preserve. I assume it was like some preservative that they used, and oh, not yeah, the that actual. Make, that makes a lot more sense. Actually. Not the actual maple and ginger or anything. That oh. doesn't make more sense. I, that didn't occur. I mean, to me like yet. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things where it's like. Uh, when people test products, they only test it on male animals sometimes, and then it has uh, unintended, and then it has unforeseen consequences uh, when women take it because there's just a slight uh, in, uh, different different balance of uh, the ingredients and how they react with uh, the stuff. So you can imagine, mm-hmm. like there'd be, I, it's pretty. I a lot of people think the oatmeal thing is stupid, but I think it's pretty co- pretty pretty honestly. I could definitely see like some. You know, very innocuous substance on Earth having some, yeah. especially something is like with especially like processed food having some weird effect on aliens. Yeah, I mean, it makes aliens. more sense when you say yeah, it's like, it's like the specific processed food, not just because it's maple and ginger. Yeah, I don't think that like, like, they have to like stay or... away from maple trees or anything. Yeah. I think it's just like some they have some preservative or something. It seems like something well, later in the series it's going to be like oh yeah, the 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 maple ginger oatmeal plant is actually owned by this other race of aliens and they put it in there purposely like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. There seems to be a lot the of Andalite, there the Andalites have got us covered all along, you guys. <laughs> the Andalites were here the entire time. Yeah, see, they, they knew the actual drug. The Andalites in invented oatmeal. oatmeal. Humans never could have come up with oatmeal on their own. Yeah. The Andalites the first invented time the Andalites that. came to Earth, they went to the Quaker Oats guy and gave him his oatmeal recipe so that the Yorks would die when they ate it. That's right. <laughs> well, because they don't die. It's kind of terrifying. They don't. They don't. They never. Apparently, it makes them immortal somehow. I mean, at least, at least, at least against, until their host dies. At least until Condrona race starvation. Like maybe it somehow makes them able to feed on their host's blood or something. I don't know. Can you kill a yerk just by blushing it in slug form? Blushing it. Blushing. Yes. So you can just stomp on yerk and it dies. Yeah, they've done that. They've, they, done, that. they've done that. They did that yeah. with Jeremy Jason Nicole. That was in yerk. the last Rachel book. Yeah. I don't remember that. She she was in a she was a bear and she felt something squishy under oh, her foot. Okay. And she was like, guys, I don't think we have to worry about that yerk anymore. Ha 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 ha. In, in in the video game I got, you you just beat up your because they're like the weakest thing in the game. Oh, you should be. But you still have to morph to turn to, to beat one up. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing to, to beat yeah, up your so, is so a remember, mouse. Yeah, so remember, so yeah, a, a yerk sees you and you say, oh no, I have to morph. So you just morph, morph in front of the yerk to I smurf in front of the yerks. The Anna smurfs. You just morph in front of the yerk to turn into a, a, a like a, a, a dog so you can bite it. 
<laughs> I want to bite it as a human. Ew. Hey, do you guys want to talk about this guy being saved by a bunch of birds? Should we, should we yes. start? Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, Are yes. Are we going in order? We going yeah, we're going to go in order, I guess. Yeah, it's time to go in order. Hey, what's this, like chapter 6 No. No, chapter 1, 2. Chapter 1? Chapter 1 and 2. This food really starts out fast. Chapter you want to know in... my last name? Too bad. I don't give out my last name. No offense. I'm not trying to be difficult or too cool. I'm just being careful. Okay, if you read the whole book like that, I can see why you hate Rachel. <laughs> Rachel acts like not giving out your last name is this like thing that, this rude offense to people. Like, I'm like, I don't care what your last name is, Rachel. <laughs> I'm fine with not knowing it. Listeners, I, know I apologize name, if it's pretty awesome. I'm sorry for not giving away my last name. I'm not trying to be rude. Or no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Rachel would be the type would totally be the person to be like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> She'd wear Rachel. I think I put this in the Discord, but Rachel would wear the shirt that's like, "Sorry if my opinions offend you, Snowflake, but this is just how the world is." Rachel would wear that shirt, especially after this book, where uh, after this particular incident, what Rachel with what Rachel has to say about people killing themselves. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so this guy jumps off a building at the Planet Hollywood. Well, no, he like smashes. He like smashes through the window. Like he kicks it with his. Well, yeah, foot. he doesn't live in one of those skyscrapers, but just has open windows, wall to ceiling. You, I assume you just open. I've never been in a skyscraper. Okay, I don't know how. <laughs> how I assume. I assume you just open the windows. Is that, is that not a thing? It sometimes is. I guess. Oh, okay. Whatever. But he like he doesn't. Oh, he, he breaks it with a chair. Yeah, he, he does. Oh, he he breaks it with a chair. Yeah. And then he like gets his running start. Yeah. And then I'm almost like, wait a minute, he's not going to jump out if he does. Axe is like, I believe he would be hurt if he did that. I don't yeah. think he will do that. This? And it's like, Axe, come on, Andalites definitely commit suicide. And, oh yeah, they do. Well, they don't have big buildings, though. They just do it with their, with their, with their tail blades. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, Andalites so, don't. So for Andalites, suicide's always, like, directly, like, their weapon, their body weapon's doing it. Yeah, I guess that's, that's a good point. Um, in Axe, in this book, Axe is one of my favorite Axes. But why? He why? Do he doesn't do anything. He's really good in this book. No, everything well, I don't remember anything really that Axe says in this book. I well, I have notes about... Hold on. He has notes galore about... Well, well, that's good, because he's the one who's kept track of Axe for us. Yeah, she... I, I have three notes of just things that Axe does that I really like Wow, three book. whole notes. Should there be, like, a trigger warning for this episode? Because this book's, like, about... Trigger warning the, the for, like... The book didn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> the book didn't have <laughs> one. Jeez. This book should have had a trigger warning, because it was, like... This guy tries to go suicide. Rachel's like, "What a freaking idiot!" I What is it with people killing themselves? How big a moron do you have to be not to figure out that at least if you stay alive, you have some hope, as opposed to being dead and having zero? Besides, I was missing the fashion show. The stupid, inconsiderate jerk. Stupid, inconsiderate jerk. <laughs> oh man. Oh no. A podcast does not agree with that. Thanks, I'm cured. <laughs> Just stop being mean to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this guy jumps out the window, and then all the animals, the birds, always they'll like latch onto him and like try to like glide him like slowly down. Yeah, would that work? No, it wouldn't. Well, <laughs> that isn't okay. With a bald eagle, a eagle is pretty big. There were five of them. Eagles six of them. There were okay, six. Okay, well, of them. like if someone's falling, and then like you add like okay, so, no, him falling would take like two seconds to get to the bottom. This whole scene takes like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like really, it's a really. Like, yeah, he would have already would have like, been at the ground way before they could get all their birds attached to him. Well, I feel like I don't think 
because like, birds can only fly because of how light they are, right? Yeah. And like they're not. Right. So I don't think you could like grab, especially if he's falling. I don't think you'd be able to slow him down unless I'm just wrong. He has wrong, a lot of momentum. Like, like putting balloons on someone because that like is like it rises, but like birds don't do that. They're just like heavier and can kind of glide. Mustard, I don't know if you know this, but birds can fly. They can fly hundreds of feet into the air. They no, don't but like not glide. with like I'm, I mean like with when they're holding a, to a full person and then and like two yo, there's a reason that people like there's a reason that people jump into the sky with uh with like you know parachutes and yeah yeah but that's parachutes not that's with, not birds and not with balloons. No, that's not birds though. Those These are like are birds with like, smaller birds wings. because they have like sails and Great. wings. Quora.com, some some person who did a bunch of math says that it would take less than nine seconds to fall out of building. And then, like, would adding on more birds make him fall slower? Because that seems they like... They flap. They flap. No, they don't flap. Tobias says seen... don't flap. Oh, but they all they, 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 they hold out their, their wings and catch well, the so air. It's like, so are they, like, on... Is he like this and they're, like, on like, all the arms? Because yes. if, if they're not facing the same direction, that, like, wouldn't... Well, they are. It's like an up, okay. we have a bunch of balloons and they're all going one way, yeah. What? No. Balloons don't have a... <laughs> balloons don't have direction. Yeah, they go up. I need to get this, like, scene Mythbuster tested, because... Yeah. yeah. I'm not convinced that that's... That it's Myth- Mythbusters. Uh, Adam Savage and... What's it? Jamie? What's the other guy's name? Hyman or something? <laughs> Adam... It's Adam Savage, right? Yeah. Adam Savage and... Jamie Heineman. Okay, we're going to yeah. contact them and say, hey, listen. <laughs> oh, I noticed the first page says the phrase or something four times. Not that it's bad. I say or something all the time. It just stood out to me that it was specifically four times in one page. It's like Beavis and Butthead. What? Beavis and Butthead say that a lot. I guess they do. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Arnold Schwarzenegger at this place. That's a while ago, though. The reason that Jake wanted to even go was because Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal was that there. Up. Cause Jake loves basketball. That's Shaq. his character. Oh yeah, I forgot oh, about that. Bebo twenty four. Was it twenty four? Mm-hmm. Dude, you're Good right. Time. There was a lot of. It's it's not like in some World War Two documentary or something like tapeworms or something. But unlike a tapeworm or something. Yeah. <laughs> cancer. Wonder... It's not like I guess it's like having cancer or something. He may go on to cure cancer or something. He calls them yorks or yorks or something. Yorks. We need an open window or something. Well, that's not all in the same page anymore. Yeah, I know. The other was probably a cook or something. Yeah. Big rectangular wall or something. Well, we oh, just gonna, on, we're not just going to go through... Yeah, I'd, I'd do that more than she does, probably. We end yeah. up beaten by spiders or something. So Like Jack's oh, magic green sprout or something. So, so Jake likes video games. He likes basketball. He likes Shaq. Maybe he has that one, that one Shaq video game from the 90s. I don't you know, know that the, one. He might. The one where you fight against, like... Uh, Fire monsters or whatever. Which, why don't you just saying the name? Shaq Fu. Why do you have to describe it in great detail? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I remember. Isn't that considered com- like the worst video game ever the, or something? A commercial from the nineties. No, that's the ET video game. Where where Shaquille O'Neal and uh, and Godzilla are like fighting and they 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 have like a basketball competition. No, that's the Ultimate Showdown. And Godzilla, no. <laughs> Godzilla has a really silly outfit on. I think he's wearing goggles. It's a, it's a Nike commercial and it's yeah, Charles. But I don't know who Charles Barkley is. Oh, oops. Oh, a quick a quick note about when they're carrying the guy. Rachel says that he looked like a normal guy aside from the fact that he was screaming in terror. That's pretty normal. Uh, I like that. I think Marco says something similar in book five. Um, 
with, with the lobster lady. Yeah. Like she was, yeah. She was trying to be attractive, except the fact she was screaming at us or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I oh, by the was... way, um, Rachel turns into a dolphin and nobody notices. You're like, oh, so for some reason people don't notice the birds. They well, also don't you know, notice the dolphin. No, that's true. The birds are pretty weird. They also don't notice the dolphin, though. Well, yeah, because Arnold Schwarzenegger is on stage. True, yeah. We'll be paying attention to dolphins. When she's morphing into a dolphin... She says that, oh yeah, I morphed as fast as I could. Being terrified always helps. So that that is confirmation, at least for Rachel, that when she's scared, she morphs faster. Yeah, it's That's like a general thing. thing. It hasn't mentioned that very many times. I don't think it's been mentioned. I think we just assumed it. Because I was like, no, what? How no. the morphs are faster to get out? Like, oh, well, no, scared. they definitely said it before. Well, I didn't know. So I in the next chapter, Rachel's too. like trying to justify why she even had the Animorphs do this. And then she says, it was mostly just a goof, you know? I just wanted to see if we could do it. It was, I searched my mind for the right word. It was a challenge. That's it. A challenge. So yeah, this, so Rachel is, doesn't want to, like, admit that she values human life for some reason? The suicidal are mere playthings for Rachel. Yeah, she, she only <laughs> saved like, it. Oh, look, someone's like, singing oh, of ending yeah. their like, life Rachel, today. you did such a good job. She's like, I didn't know. It was fun. <laughs> I just excited to want to see if I could, you know? Like, I don't care about him. Hmm, I don't care about other humans. There's a lot of stuff Rachel doesn't like. It. Rachel doesn't like admitting stuff so, about herself. Yeah, I don't like that she's like that. Yeah. But that's an interesting contrast to Marco, because Marco doesn't like admitting stuff about himself out loud but he definitely does it in narration he'll be like oh yeah i'm super scared but i don't want to tell the others of that rachel will be like oh i'm so brave uh actually by the way i'm scared but no i'm uh, yeah i'm so yeah it kind of gets annoying because she's like man i wish i could be like margo and say i'm scared and i'm like no i like do that it. part that was a cool I like part that. yeah what i really i really i really relate to that i relate to that a lot actually as a as a female who doesn't want to be underestimated by males it's definitely a thing to, like, not want to show any amount of weakness whatsoever when you're trying to prove yourself a competent and a traditionally masculine uh, thing. You don't want to show any weakness because the second you do, people attribute it to you being a girl instead of to you. So I at least relate to that. I mean, I don't know if that's what Rachel's ration, what, what why Rachel acts this way, but, like, I can relate to, like, oh, I don't want to admit that any amount of weakness because I feel that way when I'm playing a sport or when I was doing construction and carrying heavy things. I never wanted it to look like I was struggling carrying anything heavy because I men would come and try and take the heavy things away from me even if I wasn't visibly struggling. So I didn't want to even begin to show any kind of sign of that I was having ever having any trouble picking anything up. So I relate to Rachel like never wanting to show any sign of even being empathetic. Yeah. Well, to me, it gets irritating because she's like, everyone else is like, oh, yeah, I'm afraid. And she's like, I'm better than these people. I don't need to do that. But then she totally yeah, it, does. Yeah, it's, it's irritating, but it's like, you know, that's, there's a lot of, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's an irritating thing about life. I don't it's know. A, it's not irritating like Cassie, where it just seems really contrived. For, for me, the character right, being... it's not poorly written. It doesn't seem contrived. I mean, it's irritating, but it's not it's, contrived. It's like, yeah. oh, that's irritating, but this, you know, this is the kind of thing that it's a lot of people are like this. Yeah. For for, for me, the characters being irritating is a big theme in these books, except Axe and Tobias. Well, you just hate all of them. I like Axe, I like Tobias, I like the parents. And you like all the side characters. Yeah, like, I love the side characters are fine. That line that you're talking about, I think it's a funny line where Rachel was like, if you're scared, I'll go in. And then Marco's like, yeah, I'm scared. Help yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, oh, mother for something liberating. I'm just being able to scare myself. Scare myself. Yeah, I like that part. <laughs> that wasn't English. <laughs> well said. <laughs> hey, she was a mole at the time. That was scared. <laughs> 
there must be something kind of liberating just being able to say I'm scared like it's no big deal. I can't do that. I don't know why. I just can't. I couldn't say that if I tried. What you just said there. <laughs> what, the, the scatting there? Yeah, I can't scat. <laughs> I know it's the same as stuttering, but... Uh, there's there's a lot of calling crazy people nuts in this. There's a lot of non-politically correct humor in this book oh, about hate, yeah. crazy people. Mm, I hate that. And Tobias... Mentally savior. incapacitated people. Like, Rachel's mom is like... It's like a recurring theme where, like, Tobias or Rachel's mom will be like, now, now, guys, they're the mentally handicapped. And then before they even finish their freaking sentence, Marco will be like, the nut house! <laughs> they said nut house a lot, yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot what the actual word was, because, like, yeah, the nut house. That's the word they kept using in the book. I don't remember what it was actually called. And and, and Jake even says, I think we may have to put a limit on the number of nut jokes. <laughs> Yeah, they, 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 in one chapter, they make a, they make nut jokes and willy jokes the whole time. Willy, willy. Yeah, they make willy jokes what's with a, axe. What's a willy joke? They get the willies. Oh, that. Uh, I thought you meant a different willy. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's funny. Oh, I didn't I... think of that when I heard those jokes. It's like one of my. That's gonna be one of my least favorite words for penis. Willy. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I hate every word for penis. I, like, I like. I think it's better than winky. Oh, winky is disgusting. Heard that. I said that and Willie and Winky are both, I think, more British things. British people have the worst slang. So, yeah. uh, Marco well, says. You know, that's a great word. <laughs> Marco, anyway, hang on. and there's just a lot of, like, <laughs> the mentally ill in this book are just, like, every, everyone hates them and no, they're no good. Uh, who shouldn't listen to a crazy person? Marco Maybe, says. Who shouldn't listen to someone trying to kill themselves? Yeah, Marco says no one is going to listen to a guy who tried to kill himself. Yeah. And I was like, is this, is this like, deep? <clears throat> this is profound. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, you like Marco, yeah. That's like the opposite of what's true. Mm. What? Well, was this book made? Like 98, 97, 2000? I don't know. Oh, no, 97. Whoa, what? I think she, wow, she puts these books out fast. Once uh, a month, yeah. It might have been 98. You guys can move on. I'm looking up the date. Okay. Uh, the, the first... I, liked when, I liked when they're talking to the mom. 90, and okay, March 1998. Apparently, this poor man claims he has an alien living in his head, and then Rachel says, "My heart beat three times real fast, then stopped." I relate to that because I also have a heart, and it beats. <laughs> Thank you. This is an example of writing where Rachel uh, really, really connects. I'm rather pointing out like the normal parts of Rachel's anatomy because all we ever hear about her is in really <laughs> take. From what I remember, when okay, so these first. I was listening to the first eight chapters via Audiomorphs, reading it. It's another podcast. They read Animorphs. And uh, when Rachel said that line, the music I was listening to in the car, maybe it was in my head, like, did, like, three beats and then stopped. What are you talking about? There wasn't music playing. Okay, then it was in my head. (laughs) Okay. I was driving, though. Yeah, talking about nuts. uh, I don't like that this book acts like... Mental illness is only justifiable if you have a yerk inside of you. Yeah, that was something that upset yeah, me. Yeah, that's true. About I think, wasn't that wasn't that something like that in a previous book? Oh, Megamorphs um, in book. Megamorphs. You said I think wasn't this the book where you were like you were like oh, oh uh, crazy Helen had a bit too. Much I have oatmeal. a I have a yeah. No, that wasn't Helen. Oh wait, no, not crazy Helen. Uh, the other she one. She didn't have a name. She didn't have a name. The, the crazy lady who tries to burn Rachel mm-hmm. alive. I think she might have eaten a bit too much oatmeal. Yeah. So now I know what that means. But yeah, that's like, it's like, oh yeah, I need to save this guy because he's not actually, he doesn't actually have a mental problem. He just had yerk inside him, so he's better. Oh yeah, he's normal. So he's him. a normie with a yerk in him. Yeah. The normies must be Yeah, safe. that was bad. There was like, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, like, like the other dude in the, men- there's a point where Rachel's like demorphing 
inside of the uh, mental ward, and there's, like, another patient who's presumably not a controller sees her, and she's just like, hey, could you get him for me? And he's like, oh, sure, uh, sure, yeah. And then he's, he's like, hey, are you real? And she's like, nah, just a figment of your imagination. And he's like, oh, okay. And, and then he goes and gets... gets See, I was confused at that point, because I was like, what? If, if, she, if she's not real and she admits it, then why would he <clears throat> think that he needs to go get... Because he's George. nuts. No, no. He's okay, crazy. It's not, that doesn't make easy. If that happened to me, if I was if I was in the bathroom, and someone was there and said, "Hey, can you do that guy for me?" And I said, "Are you real?" I said, "Schizophrenic." No. I would still do it. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I absolutely would. I would keep you my word to my every day with hear sounds that aren't there and hallucinations that aren't there. You wouldn't like act on them. If someone said, "Go get George," and George isn't doing anything, might as if well. If somebody right? isn't real, why would you listen to them? Why not? I have nothing better to do. I'm living in a. You'd be like, hey, George, home. come over here. You want to get better, don't you? <laughs> you want to get better, don't you? I, I think it'd be worth doing it. No, it's not. It's, it's admits, absolutely not. If it admits it's not real and it stays there, I don't see why I wouldn't listen to it. I keep my promises <laughs> to my hallucinations. Why Thank not? you very much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I, George is going to walk into the bathroom, nobody's going to be there, and he's going to be like, George why probably, did you bother me? George probably has because to Because I'm crazy! Because <laughs> I'm crazy! What is that? Hold on. This, I'm trying to... Then you're the song that was in my head when I read this. Hold on. Was it I more? am. You are. With, uh, is it the carnival zone? Crazy. No, it's not the carnival zone. There's a funny joke. Who's that? Who's that? that? Those those are the notes I heard. These ones. The, the, the three fast beat. The th- beat three times and then stop. I mixed it up with music that wasn't playing in the <clears> car <throat> that I thought was. I don't they just use the word nuts a lot. Where I would like. Maybe this is a 90s thing. Maybe it's just a regional thing. I never hear the word nuts. I just hear crazy and insane. Well, my grandma says nuts. Okay. Well, yeah, but she's like older. Yeah, she's older. Us. Yeah, I, I know. Assume. I know. I know she is. But there's a funny. There's a time where like. They're like, guys, we stopped saying the word nuts. And then Jake's like, every time we start to get take something for granted, we end up getting hammered, Jake warned. He grinned in anticipation. We'd have to be nuts to get careless. No one laughed. I say, we'd have to be nuts. Oh, fine, don't laugh, I don't care. And I was like, I like that no one laughs at Jake's joke, it's funny. Well, it's not, like a, it's not a funny joke, though. <laughs> what? Yeah. So has a dry sense of humor. That's not a dry sense of humor. That's just a bad humor. <laughs> There's a difference between dry sense of humor and just not being funny. Yeah. Okay, that's true. It wasn't a good joke. <laughs> I like that he like he like smiled and was excited to tell the joke. I like that. Okay, I can, I can all he did is he heard other people say a joke and then he repeated it. Those people are very you know, annoying. What's kind of weird? These last few books, like okay, so the the, the books, um, book fourteen and book fifteen were both about the Yerks using animals on Earth, different animals on Earth. Oh, horses and sharks, right? Yeah, to to do stuff which was weird and then both both this book and the last book were about yurks finding ways to stay alive without kandrona so yeah. that's kind of weird Campbell is just kind of she's going through a thing right now <laughs> why, why not write why write one book on something when you could write two she's just got this idea in her head yeah yeah like why it seems it makes sense that she Next would book just is gonna be get like, stuck on this hyper fixated on this one idea well my thought is my thought is she's putting on 52 books they all got cool sharks and stuff on the covers most kids are not going to read them uh, cover to cover. I mean, they're not going to read the all the the whole volume one of Animorphs all the way through. Yeah. So she's just like, hey, I'll do a couple books on this year doing this stuff, and you know, it'll it'll all average out. That I guess maybe that helps her like keep it like keep the story like uh, the order correct and stuff. I don't it's know. filler. I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot of filler in the Animorph series. Do you guys want to talk about shrimp now? No shrimp. 
What? <laughs> when was there shrimp in it? Is it just yeah, it's because because like for some reason there's this whole scene where it's Rachel and her sister are arguing about the Sichuan shrimp. Oh yeah, I had completely forgot about that and scene. And it's just so <laughs> worth that. Yeah, speaking of filler. That, no, that was one of, one of my favorite scenes. I like that scene. You yeah. illustrated Rachel's but relationship I, with her sister. I was just thinking about yeah. this, and I was like, why was that in the book? <laughs> it didn't need to be in the book. Was, it was fun. Okay, that was so much more fun than all the yeah, like, fun action chapters. I like about people love. arguing about stuff that I don't care about. But there was a part... Okay, so what happened is, like, uh, Rachel had the shrimp in the fridge that she wanted to eat for, like, a week, and she didn't eat it, and then her little sister threw it away after a week. And then Rachel got really mad at her sister. Her sister's name is Jordan. Um... And then Jordan was like, Rachel, dude, it was like moldy and gross. What do you want, what do you want me to not throw it away when mom tells me to? And she was like, oh, you're, you're, you're Yeah, then Rachel like threatens her because she's right. She's like, like oh, I'll let you go this time. Yeah. Anyway. Rachel um, was planning on like turning into a rat and eating that stuff though. Plot twist. Is that true? It makes sense. I don't know. That does make sense. Uh, but th- there was a part I laughed at where Rachel's mom was like, oh, we haven't had dinner. You want me to make something? And then Jordan said, we could order out. Rachel would like some pus using rotten shrimp. And that made me laugh out loud. It's not funny. Yeah, it we is. Don't have, we don't have to ruin the magical moments for Mustard, okay? We can just <laughs> sit in silence and let him giggle at it. We don't yeah, need maybe to... I should do that. Then it would take up less time. We don't need to go, not funny. <laughs> you know it would be funny if she said, hey, Rachel wants stinky shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> what if they drop the stinky shrimp hey, on hey, Visitor Hey, hey not <laughs> Szechuan shrimp, more like stinky shrimp. <laughs> What if they dropped the shrimp on Visitor Three, and then Viz- they had to- Visitor Three? He was like, "Oh, I'll give you anything to figure out how to get rid of this stinky shrimp." Yeah, that'd be really funny. What? Yeah, that would have been good if it like had reincorporated. <laughs> well, that would have. What if? It, what if it was like some weird rancid stinky oatmeal that Rachel had had, and she found her rancid oatmeal in the York pool at the end, and and foreshadowing. And then she was like, oh. and then she somehow, and then she used it, the stinky rancid oatmeal, you know, that That's was part That's why you should never throw out food, kids. Figured into the climax. I, I kind of like the character of Rachel's sister. She's just like mean and makes All, her, it just She says, seems just as one-dimensional as the rest of the side No, but all like, it says about her, one-dimensional. the side characters aren't one-dimensional, first of all. Second of all, uh, well, actually, I mean, some of them are, but a lot of them aren't. Uh, second of all, it's it just all it says about her is that she's a smart mouth, and then it proceeds to have a whole paragraph of her where she punctuates every single sentence with "duh." duh. <laughs> you touched my food, duh. <laughs> yeah, she's a duh. Like, says how old is Jordan in comparison to Rachel? Do we know? Like a year or two younger. Yeah, but I like that sister, she right? seems to make jokes that the other animals, like that, Mo- even Moko wouldn't make. Like, like, what? like Jordan uh, does. Uh, the man we mes- rescued, his family says he's incompetent, and then Jordan's like, incompetent? Is that what you have to wear those adult diapers? And his mom's like, no, not incontinent. I thought she was genuinely confused about that. <clears throat> I yeah, thought she too. might have been genuinely confused too. Maybe? Well, they uh, sound really similar. So, um... And when you know, when, you, when you're a kid and you learn a big word, you're like, oh yeah, I know what this big word. Then you hear something that sounds really similar, you're like, hold on, no, 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 that's not that big word. The one with the I and the P in it. Maybe it wasn't a joke then. Because that's a joke I'll say sometimes, where it's like, whoa, that isn't the rumor, and it's never funny. But Marco doesn't Allegory usually do isn't that. that a politician? Yeah, Marco doesn't usually do that specific joke structure. 
Yeah, uh, my next note's just like, oh yeah, of course, he's only suicidal because of aliens. That's the only time it ever happens. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even pick up on that aspect of this book, oh, yeah, That was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, wait, this guy's jumping out of a building? Oh, I bet it's only because of aliens. Oh, oh, it's the only yeah. time it ever happens. Yeah, because Rachel doesn't give a frick about, like, you know, the other patients in the mental ward who might be, you know, have a crappy life, and maybe the maybe they could be treated better and stuff, but no, she doesn't care about that. All she cares about is the normie who just happens to have a, be a controller. Well, I mean, I guess it's because, like, but he, I mean, like, he yeah, doesn't like belong. He doesn't like need. He he. Know, she knows people can't help him. Basically. Right, right, right. Well, yes. So like, he shouldn't be in there. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. This is book is only like sixty pages. I I wasn't expecting. Uh, it. it was like sixty-eight. It's thirty chapters longer than. But uh, it's not actually. So it's not actually longer than any of the other books, though. No, it's, it's just not. The chapters are shorter. Oh okay. Um. Oh come on! What are the odds that there's a tarantula in this particular crate of bananas? Which happens oh, is... that scene was so stupid. Chapter 8. Chapter 8. Um, it, it, that see, was this, pure this is another part where I like the extras. That was pure filler. So they morph as cockroaches hop on some banana crates to get inside the, what's it called, mental institution? Yeah. The nut house. The psycho ward. The wacko. The wacko house. holding containment center. The, this. <laughs> the whack shack. The place where they give you stinky oatmeal. <laughs> Can I just call it the house? The house? The house. The home? Can I say the home? Oh. There's a part where I mentioned, like, hang on. Never mind. Okay, what is tarantula? Scary, scary spider? Yeah, they're on bananas to get in the place and then they see a big scary spider. Yeah. It's pure filler. Nothing. Like, nothing. Well, there's no way there could be a spider here and then a spider shows up and they're like, ah, this is a spider! And then they're like, haha, Rachel, very funny. There's no spider there. And then they're like, oh, man, Rachel, there is a spider there. Man, we're going to get eaten. Tobias, like, eats it, if I recall correctly. Yes, Tobias eats it. And then, but that doesn't, like, they, they get in anyway. It's just pure filler. Yeah, but it was fun. This is, see, this, this had some fun shenanigans. So then, this uh... had some of my favorite shenanigans. I think the way they, like, escape from the spider I don't think is... getting almost eaten by a giant spider is a fun shenanigan. No, 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 no the fun then... shenanigan is that they escape because they're about to be eaten by a spider, and then a guy picks up the crate of bananas, he's like, Ah! Ah! It's a spider! And he throws the bananas and over the bana- And then bananas fall everywhere. Imagine, imagine if someone tripped on one of the bananas. That would be really, really funny. <laughs> and then some guy was like, and then truck guy was like, What are you doing with my bananas? Ah, <laughs> oh, kill it! He tries to step on the spider. Does he step on one of the bananas? <laughs> I know uh, he doesn't. He doesn't slip on one. But there's he might, a line that says, he might uh, step on "This one. isn't even. This isn't. These shenanigans didn't even occur because of the animorphs. This would have happened <laughs> if they were there or not." Yeah, Squish! A banana exploded <laughs> under the impact of the giant shoe. See, that's so funny. Squishy <laughs> banana. It gushed banana goo, sweet and sticky, all over us. That's a paragraph. Okay, here's the joke about Willie's. Uh, Act says, what are willies? And Tobias says, uh, subtle unsettling science that something you can't see is desperately wrong. And Jake says, the feeling I get when I reach the school door every day. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, actually. <laughs> I don't remember that. So thank you. Do you have another quote from this chapter? You um, yeah, Ca- well, okay, this is one I thought was funny, but um, Cassie sighed. I don't think the patients probably like to be called nuts, she said. Of course not, I agree. They'd have to be nuts to want to be called nuts. So, like, Cassie's trying to stand up for these people, and then Rachel just turns it into a joke. Man, yeah. I, I didn't even notice Cassie in this chapter. I didn't notice Cassie in this book. And then Marco high-fives her. <laughs> oh, okay, I forgot that she does, yeah. 
this book was mostly like Marco and Rachel. Yeah, and then Tobias, and then Tobias, the guy who's supposed to be the cool guy, he says, Cassie's right, it's not politically correct to call nuts nuts. That seems kind of And then Cassie weird. says, you know, I could swear I heard that bird talking, I must be nuts. She comes around, she comes around. See, uh, it's funny to make fun of mentally handicapped people. Don't stand up for other human beings. Uh... So in uh so in chapter do you have anything else up to chapter nine? Um and what's weird is I swear the sun went behind a cloud the moment we reached the facility. Like that's that's not weird. <laughs> well cause the, cause the weird thing is there were clouds. The oh, weird thing is it, it was uh, daytime. We get in, we find this George Edelman and try to figure out if he knows something about the Yurks, then we leave Marco behind and get out. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was a good one. I love it. And then Marco like doesn't Marco like high five her for that or something? Like Marco like laughs at that. Marco made a deprecating noise. Damn nah, this dog. isn't serious. Deprecating isn't <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay, chapter nine. <laughs> uh so Rachel says that Mr. Edelman is her a a edel edel edelman edelman. Um, I'm gonna, I, I, I usually say Edelman. Edelman. Rachel says Mr. Edelman is her responsibility, and then she says, I rescued him. And I'm starting to think I'm sorry I did. I did. Yeah. Okay, so... Yikes. She says that, like, Rachel several times. She yeah. does, yeah. She's like, man, I wish I didn't save that guy. Okay, so, okay, since when does saving someone's life make them your responsibility? No, Marco like, talked about that before. He said it was, like, an old Chinese proverb, or maybe Greek. It wasn't an action movie he saw once. <laughs> yeah, but why is... Why, is that how... This the world works in Animorphs Town. Like when lifeguards save someone, do they like have to like check up on Look, them next the week and make sure they're studying they, they, for their they exams? They gotta save lots of people. <laughs> Just, also, Yerks. But it's specifically like, oh, Rachel, he's your responsibility. You have to go go see what's up. Every right. time, every time a fireman saves someone, they have to like check up on their house every every week to make sure the fire doesn't come back. Yeah, <laughs> come back. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, I, I really was. I really enjoy the writing in this book. Honestly, like this book. Well, is once you got well, past the whole like making fun of handicapped. Hold on, hold yeah, on, the hold book on. was well written. Uh, well, yeah, once you get past that. Adam <laughs> Man. Okay. That's, that wasn't, wasn't it two Adam Man. Adam Man. This is Edelman. So that's a robot. Yeah, it's a robot. It's a robot. So I, I don't trust. A robot. I don't care. Okay, how is how to pronounce Julian Edelman, New England? Julian Edelman. <laughs> okay. This has this has like fifty percent dislikes. Okay, I don't care. Uh, I do. Which can I say Edelman? What who cares? Okay, Edelman. I really loved I really loved the writing in this book. Like I wrote down this part. Uh, I said actually I'm twenty five, but I work out, I eat the right foods, and I always wear sunscreen, Mister Edelman. Uh, before you could ask any more questions, why did you try to kill yourself? He sat down on the edge of the tub. I leaned against the sink and tried to look like a very youthful 25-year-old with no shoes. I just like the silliness of that, of the way they worded that. Mm-hmm. I like how, I like Rachel, just, she goes in there, she's like, yeah, I'm 25, and she just pulls it off. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Cassie would be so- like, Cassie would be like, uh, I'm... Seven, I'm seventy-five. I'm 70. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm old enough. Yeah. My name is. My name is Muhammad Yang. It's like those one uh, memes where where it's where it's when you're under eighteen and the and the website asks you to put in your birth date so you would choose sixteen oh five just to be safe. Yeah. 
Is that man that Rachel talks to? Is he like? Is he like peeing when she talks to him? No, I think no. he's just no, standing he just there. Well, in. no, no. He he shuffled in the toilet, and then it says he started to go. Then he turned back. No, no, he started to turn around to Why leave. Why would he turn uh, back from going? Does he? He's like he's like sitting on the toilet. Just guys like standing on the peeing. Like look back. He's like hold on. Are you, are you, are you, are you? Oh, stop! That's gross. That's what I thought. A new head cannon, I guess. It's like that scene in Bubba Hotep. Seen it? What? It's like that scene in Bubba Hotep where he's peeing and he turns around. Uh, that's page twenty-three. Are we on chapter ten or something? Yeah, we are. So this this guy tells she like she like just like straight up asks him a bunch of questions and it's really cool. Uh, yeah, and he's like you know he's kind of no, yeah kinda, he, he's a cool. She says, kid. "Could you get George Edelman for me?" He nodded. Sure, he started to go, as in he started to tr- go out of the bathroom to get George Edelman. See, my thought was he went in the toilet, he went in the bathroom, he had a very specific goal, and he just sees a figment there. He's like, Ooh, He headed for the toilet. He hesitated slowly, very slowly, he turned. Yeah, he turned towards Rachel. He turned, and the toilet was He wasn't toilet. already peeing. <clears throat> well, no, but he was, like, when he started, he started to go. Started. He started to go. I'm pretty sure Rachel would have been pretty traumatized by that, and she would have specifically mentioned it. Yeah, she would have been she like, he started, he started to, to go. she said he started to, um, uh, you know, the thing that people do in front of toilets, uh, you know, he started to empty his willy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so that, that cleared that up. So I, I wasn't sure if that's what that meant, and I was like 60% sure that it was, but now I'm not convinced anymore, so that, that cleared that up. Yeah, none of us had that thought of you. <laughs> I'm not allowed to discuss it in such a depth. Um, yeah, thank you. So yeah, that she gets a bunch of info from this guy. And it's pretty cool. Uh, this guy, like, as he's talking, who like occasionally like spaz him out and start talking Yukish. I think we already said that. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I said like, oh, you go crazy for a few I, seconds. Oh, but... what? Ferrum, yes, Kalash, sip, sip, sip. The pool, Kahala soap. Ah, help! Courage, courage. Do they do the yurks stop being insane after they stop eating oatmeal? No, because there's a thing that acts that seemed to like imply that. No, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's like permanently they during day. I mean, it replaces portions of their brainstem. I don't think they're recovering from that. Yeah, okay. I've had they can live inside the human host forever, even if the oatmeal is later taken away. These hosts will lose all hope. Uh, I guess I interpreted that as they stop being insane afterwards, but I guess that's not the case. Never mind, man. So, an interesting thing, something I was thinking about while reading this chapter, um, how are they, how do they know that the Yurk isn't just pretending to be crazy in order to get information from the Indolites? They don't. But why did they, they then do that? Well, why would this Yurk kill itself? That's a good point. That's a good point. Unless it was like a super smart, genius level yeah. Sherlock Yurk. Who knew that the Animorphs would decide to save him if he jumped out of the building at that exact moment, and also knew that those were Andalites flying around in Raptor form right there, and also that they would, yeah. He was an avid bird watcher, and he knew that uh, <laughs> those weren't. He did the math. Birds. He did <laughs> the math. He knew how far he was from the lake. <laughs> that's why he got a running start. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though the window was open, he still got a running start. You gotta get start. that horizontal velocity. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a horizontal velocity in this book. There's moles with horizontal. Anyway, yeah, uh, there's there's there's. So then the animals have a meeting, and I think this uh they they talk about like the moral dilemma of like should they intentionally feed the controllers oatmeal because the yurks will like not be useful to the yurks anymore basically. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, the official name of the place is the Rupert J. Craig State Mental Health Facility. 
Mental health yeah. facility. Yeah, go on. The facility. Um, and I thought this was a much more interesting moral dilemma than like, oh, should we morph humans? No, it's dumb. Because what? Okay, their plan is, hey, what? How about what if we just made all the Yorks immortal? That'll be good, right? Instead of like keeping people away from three days so that the Yorks die, let's just make them stay there forever. That's a bad idea. Well, okay, having having a Yurk in your head and being in control most of the time, but not for some of the time. Also, the Yurks, if they're all crazy, I don't think their plans, I don't think they'll be able to efficiently, like, carry out their plans or come yeah. up with them. I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a lot, I, I, hey, I would assume that's, that's presumably, better than being controlled. So I presumably, they, if all of the Yurks in the pool go insane, they're not going to go into house. This could have no, been, I mean, but this also, could have been, this could have, this book could have been improved if this was mentioned, uh, you know, outright. But I presumably, I was assuming, like, once a, a large number of people start to go crazy and have control of their bodies... And they and then oh my god a lot of people are saying that they have yurks in their head yeah. huh then you you know people would actually find out about it and at which point they could have the yurks removed with surgical procedures yeah I thought about that too mm-hmm. like I think they would figure out a way to get the yurks out eventually but yeah. these people would be in like mostly in control of their lives like it would be so I thought there was and they, they kept arguing about it and once um, it once it's you know once it's more than a few about, here like, and there it's we, like oh you know this is kind of torture for the yurks when they're in there like not controller state too mm-hmm. it was definitely a lot of like oh man these yurks seem so helpless mm, i don't know and, and then they were like well we're basically just like giving these yurks addictive drugs like that seems like really immoral and then marco was like it's oat freaking meal <laughs> yeah marco says freaking <laughs> oat freaking meal i can't believe, I I can't believe the book's allowed to say freaking marco says uh marco says skank uh and then tobias is like dude the dog is so in the edgy. eye of the beholder and marco's the edgy one in a few books, we're gonna meet Mr. Edgelord. Oh, this this is, this is where this is a really good act part. What? Uh, beginning of chapter eleven. A drug is in the eye of the beholder. That's a that's a good quote, Tobias. Thank <laughs> well, yeah, because you, you, you can get addicted to anything. Really. How, how deep? Tobias is great. See, in in chapter eleven, here Act is talking, and Rachel is like, "Speak up! Blah, blah, you blah, sound blah. like you're dying. <laughs> sound exciting." In the beginning of chapter eleven, Act says something, and Rachel's like, "Blah blah blah blah." And I thought, shut up, Rachel. <laughs> well, is that it? That's a great axe moment. Hold on, I, I gotta find out something. I just like axe. That's all. Yeah, I we like know axe that. Too, but I like axe too. Yeah, axe is like the Yorks are made invulnerable to the normal hunger for Kandronaways. They can live inside the humans forever. Those hosts would lose all hope. And then, and then Rachel says, "Axe, I can't believe you of all people would even hesitate." And she's like dissing axe as he's being helpful. And it's cool. absolutely true, though. What? I I felt her there. What? Yeah, I can't believe you. Of all people, you yeah, Rachel. Say. I mean, Rachel. Knows, Rachel Rachel's knows like, the- yeah, sure. Let's let those controllers die. Let's let the Yerks kill those controllers who are going, yeah. who are dying from the not having control. Well, yeah, but then he talked. Then Jake was like, "Hey, acts don't do that," and he was like, "Okay, fine." Now he's not doing that. And Rachel's That's about still him lying, him. though. That's very simple. That's about him lying, but... not about him wanting to kill the. Anyway, Yurks I like the... your life over human I like life. Rachel being. I like Rachel like wanting somebody to be as ruthless as she is, so you know she doesn't feel too far outside of the norm. You know, she's like, "Oh no, Axe, Axe isn't okay with this." Well, shoot. No, but he's saying stuff that is. In... It's important information to know that, hey, these people would have no hope. And she's just like, I don't care. I don't care what Axe is. Just as he's an Adelaide and knows these things. All right, well, that's Rachel's character. I don't think Capelgate was agreeing with Rachel there. But in either way, that didn't come up. That wasn't, like, the point of the scene. 
yo, now would be a good time for an oatmeal intermission. Why? Right? Why would it be a good time for oatmeal? Because the oatmeal secret has been revealed, and then from the and, and then we can talk about the rest of this book while eating delicious oatmeal, and maybe perhaps uh, having something to say about the oatmeal itself. I don't know what we're doing this. What? Well, I told you. Do you, you the podcast? You... Okay, whatever. Sure. <laughs> I, have to, I also have to pee, so intermission time. Me too. Boom, I'm, boom, boom, oatmeal. Get ready. Quote, I have a quote. It says, when you come back, we'll have oatmeal. Uh, wow. I have a quote. It says, uh, we have to win. The words, we have to win, are the first four steps up to, on the road to hell. Wow. I, I love that quote. And on Why that note. Why you have to bring it up before we, the break, though? Why not? I don't know. Well, that's something for you all to think about while we eat our that's oatmeal. That's my last. What chapter are we on right now? Like 12. 12. 12. Yeah, so that was my last note for chapter 11, so that's right. Cool. Chapter 11, I wrote, they spend the chapter arguing about whether they should use open. I like what they what they talk about when they bring up the Civil War, though. See, see to, me, the, to me, the argument about the eating the shrimp was way more interesting than the one about eating the oatmeal. There's no moral component in eating shrimp. So no, it's it's but it's 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 no yeah, it's like okay, am I gonna to listen to my mom or am I gonna not have my sister be mad at me? That's something that Okay, relates to I me. mean I'm going to go to the oatmeal time. You know what doesn't relate to me? Feeding oatmeal to aliens. That doesn't relate to me at all. It's not about being relatable, it's a moral dilemma. Yeah. We read books for moral dilemmas, we read books for oatmeal. <laughs> you read books for oatmeal? <laughs> Man, you're gonna be so disappointed <laughs> with like every book you read. That's not this one. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've read any books while well, other than this. Okay, hey, stop recording. Go upstairs. At this point, we start recording the podcast to film a video of us preparing and eating instant maple and ginger oatmeal. Um, there's a link to that in the episode description if you want to go watch it, or you can just find it on a YouTube channel and add most book club podcast. The video has about 10 minutes of audio that's not in this episode. Uh, so if that sounds interesting, now's a good time to pause the episode and go watch it. Well, you can just watch it afterwards. It doesn't really matter. It's not like uh, we don't like talk about the book in the video, so it's like you know whatever. Okay, we're it? back. We have uh, this we is have... extremely unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have we have, we got some ginger maple oatmeal. Batter accidentally poured like a million pounds of ginger in his. Uh... Are we ready to go to McDonald's and get the happy meal with extra happy? Ty, dude, let's yeah, go to McDonald's. We got our oatmeal. What, sorry? I don't think that was a big, what you said was picked up at all. I don't think either of it was. I I didn't hear any... I, I, out of all those words both you said, I heard zero English words. <laughs> yeah, so what did you say? I heard an individual syllable. I said, oh man, I want McDonald's right now. <laughs> oh, I just said, oh yeah, let's go McDonald's! After eating this freaking oatmeal. I'm going to do it again now. So there's this happy, happy cult that goes to McDonald's and orders those extra happy meals and, uh... With extra happy, yeah. They're Yurk, yeah. But they're Yurks. And that's how they get in the Yurk pool. What if somebody just said that? <laughs> They'd be very happy? confused. Wait, so I have a question. So what's the significance? Like, does that, does that open the back door, them saying that? No, I think... I, I assume all the Yurks so, running the McDonald's are controllers and they know... They, then they, they know... So why do they have happens. to say that they... That, why do they have to signify the Yurks? The Yurks don't all know each other, in the kitchen. you racist. But no, they just, they just like walk back to the bathroom and have well, no, because, the door. No, it's not the bathroom, it's like the kitchen. Oh, okay. They go they walk in the, the kitchen, kitchen is next to the bathroom. Oh, okay. It's just the door McDonald's and she's a fly and she says the scent of food was everywhere. Pickles, meat, ketchup, grease, special sauce. And to me just the order of those struck me as weird, like why why a fly would or or or, or a human girl who knows McDonald's would the first uh, scent she thinks of is pickles out of all the ones she uh, she senses. 
Yeah, you think it would be cooking meat. Yeah, so the flies. I looked up into flies like they like fermented vegetables. Uh, I don't think pickles are in that. They're just pickled. What pickles are literally? I guess they're not fermented. They're, they're not alcoholic. Okay. Fermented usually like rotting. Can't just me rotting. Yeah. In that case. That, that just stood out to me that she said pickles and then meat and then grease and then special sauce ketchup in the middle. Oh. Okay. Are you gonna read off Axe's incredibly funny jokester? I am. I actually, it's really funny. I actually have a note here that just says Axe and then a heart, and then and then uh, the next paragraph: Stop being mean to Axe. Yes, this body has no ability to regulate body temperature. Axe observed. What a strange idea! You humans do many unusual things. Uh, and then someone says, Axe, I don't think we're exactly responsible for. And Axe says, Yes, I know. I was attempting to make a joke, a human-style joke. And then Marco was like, "Oh, great, funny Yurks, and I want to be funny and alive." Yeah, and Marco, then Marco's mean to him. Don't stop. Remember oh, the Yurks being funny? Uh, the extra happy. Yeah, yeah. that was funny that they have to ask for a happy meal with extra happy. Well, the Yurks definitely have a sense of humor because they named their lumber company Vissers Hole. But hole lumber. Uh. All right, so then, uh, so basically, they get into the kitchen and they follow this controller into the kitchen and into the walk-in refrigerator where there's the entrance to the yerk pool. But as soon as they get in, beep beep beep. Oh no! No 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 no! Breed breed breed! Thank you. <laughs> Thank that was you. a good impression. Yeah, I, I didn't have the words spelled out. I just happened to be open on that page. So uh, they can't get in because the yerks have this new security measure that just like. It's gonna kill anything that comes into the yerk pool, that comes into the entrance, that isn't have it, that doesn't, whose DNA isn't registered with uh, on the computer. It's uh, Andalite technology. So it's gonna kill them. So they leave, and they're like, "Well, shoot, we can't do that now." Wait, so does it, does it like, kill like all the mites on the eyelashes and stuff? Yeah, I guess so. We have to. Oh, and the woman has to close their gut flora. It says to no. I don't think it does that. Uh, it would, you, also, they, everyone has to close their, I mean, I, I assume it, well, this is only installed at the entrances, not throughout the entire York pool, because mm-hmm. otherwise everyone would be closing their eyes all the time. This thing would be going off constantly. But, yeah, she had to close her eyes to prevent retinal damage. Man, they, they should just, they should just require Chapman, like, just, like, do something to get in trouble. Just touch him. They should do something to get in trouble, go to the office, and be like, oh, Chapman, I'm so sorry, I pulled the fire alarm, and then give him a big hug, and Jake then acquire him, and then just acquire Tom while he's sleeping. I'm pretty sure it's illegal for them to uh, to hug their uh, vice principal. I, I've hugged my friends. Yeah, I've done that. Oh. You criminals. <laughs> I don't. I, Jake could just acquire Maybe time. Maybe not illegally. My, like, well, okay. Not my, I, I hugged my elementary school principal, and she was a very sweet lady. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, I've, I've definitely hugged him in elementary school. That's not illegal. Shh, stop. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought that was Stir that said that. I don't remember. All right. Anyway, so they can't get they can't get into the yerk pool through any of the entrances. They have oh. to find their own way in. I felt my compound eyes melt. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. I'm blind! I cried. Hang on, so why didn't they die immediately from that? Because they flew they out. out. They just got out fast, just, just running away from the explosion. Up. Okay, I see. Yeah. X never yells, so if he does yell, you have to figure it's a good idea to pay attention. There's a part where Axe yells later in the book, and she was like, what, why? And then she gets, like, shot at. <laughs> I'm like, Rachel, why are you questioning him? <laughs> like, when? Uh, I don't know. So at the end of this chapter, um, they're trying to figure out how to get in, and, Cass- and they're like, oh, I guess we can't get in. And Cassie said, 
Well, there is one way. I take it back, Marco said. I take it back. I can tell by your tone, Cassie. I really don't want to know. And for that, my note was poop. Oh. <laughs> like, it's gotta be poop. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got... Why didn't we think of it before? We've got a more poop. <laughs> no, my thought... Dude, was, I, I remember hearing poop is like 50% alive or something. Or more than that. There's... Like 40% of the stuff in poop is living organisms or something. Can you guys... Hang on. I, I just took it off a battle screen. You have like poop written out in like cursive. That's what he just yes! said. <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> Can you screenshot that and send it to the server? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, my immediate thought was, oh, well, obviously they're going to morph into a human who's a known controller so that they're not unauthorized, Can't, right? Cassie wouldn't be the one to bring that up, though. We just can't do that. That's wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's so I'm sure that a human whose life is being ruined by a yurk right now totally cares if some Andalites uses DNA to try and stop the yurk. I'm sure the human would be super offended about that. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, I mean, they don't have control over their body anyway. How much different is it going to be if there's another person who has their body yeah. that they don't have control over? They're going to they're gonna do something embarrassing, like sign up for ballet classes and dance it on the tutu. They don't want that. <laughs> Andalites are weird. <laughs> they are. That is true. If they were actually actually Andalites, there would be a good reason to be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let Axe do that, do those, do those missions. Okay, do you want to go to Moltown? Yeah, Moltown. Chapter 14, they acquire a mole. Yeah, and then they go to the mole town. They go to this, they, they find this abandoned house with a shed in the back, and they just sit in the shed. They well, just... specifically because that's an en- that that was an entrance to the Yerk pool that Tobias scouted. Well, because it? that's like above the Yerk, they know that this is above the Yerk pool uh, built, uh, room. This is above the Yerk pool area. Oh, was that not a Yerk pool entrance? No. I guess it was no. Okay, so so they just calculated where they thought it was. And right. To, to buy the whole thing. point was that it wasn't an entrance. They had to make their own entrance. Okay, I was I was a little bit confused about that. For, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Tobias is a bird, but he's like doing math still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he doesn't he doesn't have a bird brain. Well, I know, but birds don't need to do math, but he's still doing it because he's, he's an animal. He's smart. You know, yeah. I think that that's realistic. If a human had nothing to do but just, like, float around all the time, that makes sense that they might, do, like, just think about math and stuff. Yeah, and like, okay, you know, where would... If, if I calculate distances underground, where this... Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're an anamorph and you've got, like, well, I wonder where this yerk pool is. So... I like how the beginning of this chapter calls back to this... To the second book, where Rachel has to morph a shrew, and it's really scary for her. Yeah. yeah. This book reminded me of the first two books in a lot of ways. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, they, 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 do, they do go to the Earth Pool, that is true. Yeah, that's in the first... Is that in the first two books? Even, that's or? in the first book, not the, the second. Okay. One. Um, so they spend the rest of their week... Just Man, sitting. I gotta, I gotta give him a lot of props for being able to touch a shrew, or to touch a mole and a shrew, because... Like, I'm always like, oh, yeah, I'd be an animorph. I'd, I'd be able to touch animals, but that's actually absolutely not true. Because... I would touch a yeah, mole. Like, two days ago, I saw a mouse, and no, I would... I would I, I, that's what I thought about. It was like, man, what if I had to be an animorph and I had to freaking touch a mouse? Like, I, 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 I could I, never do that. See, I would the, touch a mouse. The only thing I wouldn't require this so far that they required are sharks, because all the sharks have required was super aggressive. They never got any, like... I would gentle. touch any animal. Okay, now I would. I would not. I mean, touch like an, not like a poison dart frog. Yeah, but, you know, I, like, I wouldn't touch animals that are that are actively attacking me like they have, and I wouldn't touch this. I don't. It, I really need to be convinced. Yeah, but the problem, the thing about that is, animals that are actively attacking you, you, 
that's the, that's how you get them to stop attacking you. Yeah, yeah, but them. those are the ones that I wouldn't like. If I would like say like, okay, I'm going to do the animorphs challenge. We we'll go out and touch every animal the animorphs touched. I think those ones. <laughs> no, are the ones. That would be an epic idea. Somebody should do that. <laughs> those are ones that I that I, that I wouldn't want to do. Doing so. And it would take a lot of convincing to have me and a few uh, bones. put my palm on a tarantula. I know you tease me because I say I'm not uh, arachnophobic. No, I have a friend a who has a, a pet tarantula, so I bet like he could, or what well, he used to, he might be getting another one. But he, he, like, if he had like one in his hand and then like he let it crawl on my hand, I bet I could acquire it that way. Yeah, I, I don't think know. I could. I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it in the wild, though. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even, even think I'd want to do that. I don't like tarantulas. Tarantulas are worse than baby spiders. Like those anyway, spiders, those spiders in there. Mice are like terrifying. I couldn't. I love mice. They're so cute. One time, uh, we had like mouse. We had mice, and we just put them in a box and fed them gross American cheese. And I thought they were adorable. They ate. Oh no! Did they die? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> we found some like stray mice. We put it in a box. Stray mice. Yeah. We were found... they in your house? Maybe. Might have been in the garage. <laughs> okay. We you put picked it in a them box. up. I didn't. Someone else did. I think her sister did it. What, they just oh. went up to you and crawled on you? No, we just put them in a box. They're in a box. How did you do that? I don't know. Someone yeah, else did it. Yeah, how did you catch them with your hands? Someone else did it. I don't know. They're just mice. They don't like... People, no, those you, things are fast. You can't dude. catch mice in your hands. They're small mice. They're small mice. That doesn't no, mean that you can catch them in faster. your hands. That makes it even harder to catch. Maybe they're babies. They they might be babies. Anyway, so they morph moles. Wait, I'm not done with the mouse story. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's it. They go on. I would touch moles. Wait, I'm eyed. Probably. Yeah. All our animals die because they all like live out. We my dad's allergic to everything. I feel like so a, all the animals... American cheese would be super bad for a mouse. You know, mice like cheese, right? And as kids, have like, you oh, seen yeah, Tom and Jerry? Yeah. So you're like, oh yeah, cheese. Mice love this. <laughs> uh, so, hey, okay. is the meaning of the word claustrophobic like very common knowledge? Yeah. I see. By the way, this was yes. like this. This was probably like fifteen or sixteen years ago. This wasn't at all recent. Okay. Okay. Just the other day, we caught a mouse. Because Rachel like like explains the word claustrophobic. Well, uh, Cassie explains the word meds. Yeah. Like it's this slang that no one knows. Because you know, I I don't know a lot of the animals they name, and I don't know like what a thermal is. So those things. He like explains sense. what a thermal <laughs> is every freaking book. Well, I know it now. Well, okay, yeah, but it's like a weird sci-fi concept, so it confuses mustard. <laughs> you know, uh, like, uh, okay, uh, Rachel, Rachel morphing into a mole is really funny. I, I have a note about stuff. She, okay, with, with the shrew thing, but she says that she morphed a shrew. She, uh, she says, uh, I had morphed a shrew once. It wasn't a good time. The shrew was too hyped, way too excitable, and way, way too hungry. Uh, and she doesn't say anything about being afraid here. She says, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The more the the shrew is bad because it was excited and it was looking for food." And she just excited can mean scared. Yeah, but she doesn't say scared. She like to me, it seems like she deliberately like doesn't want to think of herself as having been uh, afraid and not in control because out of an animal's fear. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So so instead, she makes it like kind of more aggressive excitement. Just yeah. like, it was being hungry and and excited makes it sound like something like tough. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, the shrew is just too tough for me, guys. Yeah. Um, flump. <laughs> okay, morphing scene then. But I wasn't shrinking at the same rate all over. My legs and arms were shrinking much, much faster. Flump. My butt hit the floor. Whoa, Jake yelled. Catch her. Jake and Cassie grabbed me, just in time to keep me from falling over. Too late to save my dignity. Morgan started giggling. Hehe. <laughs> ha 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 ha. 
Casey was snorting desperately, Cassie. trying not to laugh. Cassie. Cassie was snorting desperately, trying not to laugh. Casey? Yeah. Cassie was snorting desperately. You haven't done that since the first book. I do that all the time. You're regressing. <laughs> when I see the word Cassie, I'm in the case here. Because I'm just reading right now. I'm not thinking about them. Cassie was snorting desperately, trying not to laugh. My legs had shriveled away, leaving nothing but feet. My arms were nothing but hands. I was still a human being, but with feet alone, where my legs should have been. So that is one of the most terrifying transformation scenes. No, that's one of the hilarious. No, a human with just hands and feet. There's one oh more sentence. There's one more sentence. That is offensive to humans with just hands and feet. Jake and Cassie okay, held. I apologize, but I still don't like the image. Jake and Cassie held my shoulders and balanced me upright. I was like one of those blow-up clowns you punch and it rolls back. Okay, now to oh, me, I was. <laughs> Sitting, wiggling my toes and fingers and wishing I could strangle Marco. Okay, okay. It's scary to me. Okay, this now, is the silliest morphing so see, far. See, my scariest morphing was the uh, the, the first time they... I think, was, I think it was Fly, the first time... It was either the first time they morphed a Fly or when they did the uh, the ones with the claws. Lobsters. Lobsters? Yeah, those ones. Oh, those are the ones that Battle loved that we just thought were terrifying. Yeah, the ones that I was like, oh, this is like a monster well, movie. Like the man. limbs are anyway, popping out of the head like big I'm, eyes. I'm on Battle's side here where, no, that was just like... <laughs> to me, it, seemed, it was written like it was funny. I know, I know. I, I didn't just think didn't it was like funny. like the images yeah. that it put in my head. No, to, to, to me it was written like Rachel was like uh, like being like looked down on because she was just doing her thing and it, was, it seemed kind of cruel to me how they're just laughing at her because she has a funny mole butt or whatever. <laughs> Uh, and then later it says that they all like went through the we had all passed through the same helpless stage where we had big swollen human bodies with tiny little feet and arms um, but I thought whenever they morph it's not it's never like the same way twice no zero space just goes through phases without deciding to pull your meat away <laughs> yeah it's, it's, in, it's in a no legs kind of phase right now yeah it needs to space. express itself so then Rachel's a mole and like she has the mole instincts at first and so she just starts digging it. Everyone's like, oh, wow, Rachel, you're really doing the job. Good job. Because that was a plan to dig. And they're like, wait a minute, guys. I think maybe she's just doing that because she's a mole and not because she's, she's Rachel. They're like, oh, shoot. Hey, Rachel, Rachel, stop digging. And then she's like, no, no guys, I'm just doing the plan. You know, I wasn't stuck in the animal. Instance. Now, she seemed to really like digging. But then once she took over, she'd stop liking digging. Yeah, because moles love digging, but humans don't. Yeah, to me, that's all kind of fun, digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're in dirt, being buried alive. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, you but can you're, just it's, really it's push home, your mind again. Home. Like being in a coffin. The image kept coming up, like being in a coffin, like being buried alive. Like you wanted to kick and scream to get out. Only no one would hear you because you were underground, buried alive. Yeah, that was pretty freaky too. Yeah, and I said that before, but yeah, that, that reminded me of how she described being a controller in like the first chapter. Microsoft. Mole Man. You can't even picture a superhero named Mole Man. What would be the superpowers be? Digging? One of my favorite villains from the Incredible series is the Mole Guy. Yeah, the Underminer. Yeah, I just wrote in here. Underminer, Marco. Yeah, he's cool. And after that, Rachel has a night of nightmares where she's trapped in the coffin screaming, let me out, I'm not dead. Ugh, freaky. Yeah. That's something I'm actually scared about. Yeah. Instead of turning into a, into an ant. Is that what I have <laughs> dreams about? So yeah, that was like, I like that it wasn't just like nightmares about being a mole. It was just like in a coffin. And I thought that was cool. Like it wasn't now, like literal, like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Honest, like I read this as Rachel is claustrophobic and maybe, maybe all the kids are, it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. because like I was reading this like, oh, come on, you're, you know, you can turn around at any point and you can go right back up and the others are all there with you. I was just kind of like, okay, Rachel's being claustrophobic here and that's fine and everything. 
well, you know, I'm not scared. This doesn't actually make yeah, me scared. Yeah, but if you want to turn around, you have to, like, dig a whole circle. Right, around. I understand why she's scared. It's just that, like, it doesn't make me, like, oh, that is, you know, it doesn't make me scared reading it, you know? Okay. It's just like, oh, okay, I understand why that is scary for her. But it does pay off later uh, in the book. I can get to that later. For, yeah. for me, it was just, I didn't associate it to claustrophobia at all, but just the fear of being buried alive, which might be the same thing. I don't know. It's similar. Oh, this is uh this being molds and digging to the York base. Uh, that's the thing that uh, that happens in the uh, video game for the Game Boy Color Animorphs. Oh. Uh, but Jake Jake does it. Jake is a mole. Well, this with all moles. And he doesn't yeah. go to the York pool. He just goes to some underground base where there aren't computers, and he beats up a a pork bajera, and then as a as a mole. Uh, no, you gotta use one of your different morphs. You gotta use one of your other five morphs that you. So between. you use morphs for things other than just fighting? Yeah. Like, for instance, uh, in one of the levels, Tobias is like, hey, we gotta go to that island south of those boats. So I thought, okay, I guess I gotta swim over there with, with the dolphin. But no, you can't, there's an invisible wall. <laughs> so I thought, okay, maybe I have to talk to the boat salesman as a human, because you don't only really talk to people as humans. But no, he just says, hey, to the boats. So what you have to do is you have to, you have to turn into a rat and sneak on the boat. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know why like the person couldn't go on the boat, but you have to, you have to be a vet. You know, the, this game that because they don't have money, they're just kids. Animorphs could be a good that could be animorphs could be a good game idea if it was like open ended. Well, like, we we do have you could do, you could like Breath of the Wild. I don't know what that is, but you I have animorphs know the secret. Yeah, we we, we got you a better animorphs game. Is, is that the best one? It's better than the PS one one. Better than Game Boy one. I haven't played it yet. It, is it, it PS one one? Yeah. Have you played those? No, we haven't played. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, so you can't we, talk. I'm planning on playing it around when we get to about around book like in the like book forty. Because presumably that one has a lot more actual stuff that pertains to the book than the Game Boy one. Because mm-hmm. the Game Boy one, Axe just walks around the mall and everyone says, "Oh hi, Axe, how's it going?" <laughs> as an Andalite. Yes, oh, that's, as... that's pretty great. <laughs> to be fair, that is in a technically unfinished level. That's just a secret that you're not meant to see, but yeah. still, yeah. You have to type in the secret code to play as Axe. So, so uh, chapter fifteen, being buried alive. I, this so this is the part of the book where I was just like I, I like this kind of I like this part of the book a lot actually. Which just them like doing work. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it was like I was like, yeah, this is their then. life after school. They all go over to this random shed for the next they, like week. They just for like, a week spend like all day, six hours a day. Just t- they take turns each going in. Morphous molds, and the others like just stay and sit in the shed, like doing homework, while the other one like digs. Yeah, for, like, two that, hours. that sounds like it could be fun to me. Like, if I just, it sounds like an. People, it sounds like a, it sounds like a vibe. Mm-hmm. And I like how they're like, oh yeah, we have to dig like fifty feet under, and then like so they start digging, and after like two hours, they're like, how far did you go? And then like I don't know, like maybe like six feet down. And like, oh, six feet is like yeah, but it was that like an incline, so it was just like <laughs> one foot because molds can't dig straight down. So, so after the full day, they did six feet. I expected them to like go like okay this doesn't work let's do something else but I appreciate that they just like no it's models now just keep doing yeah. this I'm surprised okay. it works just like fifty feet well they didn't like, go up it, it gets like I know but it, it gets harder the further they go down yeah but they did it like it's a week straight or four days I think it says I think it was a week but whatever hold on I I have it written down chapter fifteen uh six hours five days okay so so there's the first day and then four more days. And how far did they actually dig in that time? Like 20 feet? 25 feet, I think. And then that's when they find the cave. Wait, does anyone have any other notes about I this? I do. I like yep. how in, with this morph, the thing is touch. Like, I don't think we've seen that before, where an animal's sense of touch is, like, their greatest thing, and their hearing and oh, smell yeah. and eyes don't really work that well. Oh, well, yeah. 
That was cool. Because well, the the insects kind of had that with the Nintendo, but not nearly to the molar extent where no. it like felt the air. Yeah, I like the smell. They I were wish like... I thought antenna were cooler than they did. <laughs> I like that they can use antennas to say, "Oh, you're a cockroach." So uh, then they wait. I have more in this chapter. Okay. So this they the the like coffin emoji keeps coming keeps coming up like, "Oh, it's like being in coffin, like being buried alive," and then. At the end of the day, you know how far they how far they dig? They dig six feet down. That's how far coffins go. I mean, well, at least that's what I don't know how far it actually is, but you know, like six feet under. Six feet yeah. Yeah. So they they say they even say oh six feet six lousy feet, and I I wonder if that was like on purpose with like the coffin imagery and being six feet under. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you know what on the next page, Axe listens gravely to the history wow. like as in graves like what they have above coffins <laughs> now this is stirs out here like he's analyzing this book. he's like what are the themes here a coffin the coffin motif <laughs> the coffin the two-page coffin motif um I, I i and okay so then they drop into the bat cave and batman's there yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a stinky, funny bat poop cave. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Man, oh. You. I told him. Yeah, they landed in a pile of bat poop. I like guano. this part too because it's just it's realistic. You know, yeah, it's like this is what their part. Yeah. This is what their life is, and they're like morphing into pe- they're morphing into humans in complete darkness. And then their heads get, they hit their heads on stuff and. Oh, that was another bad thing because the yeah. top of Rachel's head touches the bat. Yeah, and all of them, them are just like, oh, you, you know, see, just just bats her. on my oh. hair. I don't whatever. You see, my head was horrifying. You see, yeah. my head was entirely surrounded by soft, warm, fuzzy bats, and they're all so chill with it. How? <laughs> well, there's, there's a really funny part that like none of them I care like about being surrounded by bats. But she's like, Marco, quick, stand on your tippy toes because Marco's shorter than me. Because she's like, why should he not have to feel this? Because he's just shorter than me. And he's like, ah. Yeah, I love that part. It's okay. I'm loving these past two books. I just love Rachel. She just says, there was really only one thing to do. Marco, (laughs) up on your tiptoes. Be sure to stretch out. (laughs) Rachel's really clever in this book, I think. Yeah, I like Rachel in this book. Yeah, except when she says, it's all my fault. I should have let that Edelman guy spread on the concrete. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That, that was wasn't book. that wasn't a good part. Yeah, that was like this chapter. <laughs> that's think. that's chapter eighteen. Oh jeez, man, Rachel's mostly funny in this book. Yeah, she's mostly good. Uh, so they're just talking about oatmeal. Jake, I think is funny. Uh, he just goes. This reminded me of Stuart. Uh, he's just like battles that involve oatmeal are just never going to end up being historic. You know, Jake went on Gettysburg. No major oatmeal involvement. The Battle of Midway. Neither side used oatmeal. Desert Storm. No oatmeal. And the next is like, what is oatmeal? And then they just keep talking, and then Jake just continues. Battle of Bunker Hill, no oatmeal used by the British, no oatmeal used by the Americans. And Jake went on, did they? No, you mentioned oatmeal, and he just does that, and everyone ignores him. Jake totally just, I like... I thought that joke was really unfunny, but it's funny that Jake just... I thought it was funny. Yeah, I agree. I, I I didn't think it was that funny of a joke, but I like that he just kept going on, and no one... I like when people tell jokes and everyone ignores them, I guess. Now, he yeah. says that the Civil War had no oatmeal involvement, but I found an article that seems to imply that oatmeal was somewhat tied to, like, wars... Well, I guess as a food source. Yeah, as a food source. Right. Jake's Jake's even trying to say that they didn't even eat oatmeal. Like, the soldiers didn't. No oatmeal was used by anyone. No oatmeal. Yeah, it says no one used oatmeal. But soldiers, like, that was a big thing that they'd eat is oatmeal because they didn't feed a bunch of people. Mm Mm-hmm. So I thought Jake is funny, yeah, in my notes. Well. Jake's sense of humor reminds me of, like, Cassie's dad's. Yeah. 
Oh, don't they get along? Yeah, they do. They it's... love each other's jokes. See, we've only seen Cassie with Jake, but it was actually Act. We've never actually seen Jake and Cassie's dad together. Uh, this is so gross! <laughs> that seemed out of character to me. It is what happened? What? Overly silly. Rachel says it's so gross. Well, on the bat poop. You say it yeah. better. You say it instead. I can't do that. This is so gross. Oh, she says this is. She says this is so guys. No this space. This is so gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> now I thought at first I thought I thought okay maybe she's trying to make like a pun with guano like combining this is so good to like sound kind of like guano but then. I Decided, no, that's not what it is. Like, this is so guano Here, have a bet, I said. I held one for Tobias. I, I, like had, I, I was holding a bat in my dream last night. Good for you. I think I was holding something. I picked up dream. a bat and I threw it. And it was a, <laughs> it was a living one, too. I can feel its warm, fuzzy thing. I picked up a hand. knife in my dream last night. <gasps> Ooh, freaky. Did you throw it at a gremlin? No, I was like, some other guy was chasing me with a knife. And I was like, not get stabbed. Uh, the word demurely is in this book. Do you guys know what that means? No. Yeah. Wait. It's like it's, it's like how cats are. Uh, the 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 the, the, the it's like, they hung down with wings folded demurely. Yeah. It's like maybe like previously. Victorian, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I only know of it because of uh, Lady Godiva's operation. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So what does it mean? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I've heard it used to describe cats. Modest and reserved in manner or behavior. Okay, so Victorian kind of works, British kind of works. Yeah, I imagine like a, like an elegant. It sounds like an elegant word. I like when they're turning into bats, and Rachel's like, "I didn't even know how tall it was. How tall I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I can see anything." I like that was the happening. morphing in the dark. Have thing. you ever been in a cave? I have. It's like really dark. Yeah, it's it like is turbo dark. It is dark. It's like you can't even see dark. You're, you're right. It is. It is very dark. Indeed. That's like the darkest thing I've seen is a cave. I don't remember if I've ever been in a cave. You should come to a cave with us sometime. Okay. Yeah, we got we have this cave in our backyard. We go there. <laughs> All we need to do is go dig a hole twenty five feet down, and we'll fall into one. I wonder what's I like, the last book. Oh, I like it when they're talking about the echolocation. She says it. It was as if all the world were drawn with pen and ink, edges and outlines, no hint of color. And each picture was only a flash, only there as long as the echoes lasted. What an aesthetic. So yeah, That's e- an aesthetic. Every time I think of, like, Bat's vision being, like, turned into actual vision, like, being, vi- being like, visionized. Visualized? Visualized. I always think of the magic school bus, when the school bus turns into a bat. And then when they're trying to fly through it, they just see, like, blinks of, like, the stalactites going by. And they're like, oh, how could we, this is hard to see here. And then Miss Frizzle's like, yes, class, the bats use echolocation to see Hey, isn't that the episode where they think their parents are vampires? Of Magic Stool Bus, the bat one? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. There's, there's, I, I just saw... remembered this part that I thought was really dumb as a kid. Because the parents are in, they're watching their parents, they're inside some building drinking red liquid, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's blood! And, and like, little kid me was like, no, it's wine, duh, because that's what adults drink. But then... But it turned out what they were actually drinking was tomato juice. What why? why? That's did more this, suspicious than blood. Did they get skunk sprayed in the inside of their mouths? Do you not drink tomato yeah. juice? Yeah. <laughs> uh, tomato juice. Right. Is good. I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. Like, they well, probably... I guess I can't make references to alcohol on kids shows. Yeah. But there's no other red liquid. <laughs> what about Kool Aid? They could be. It was power. That's it, even more suspicious. It was power aid. <laughs> That's like a cult thing. Or what's cool? Flavor aid. It was flavor aid. <laughs> oh no. Wait. Th- does the magic stool bus morph into animals? 
I don't remember Sometimes, that part of it. It's not completely. It's not the Magic School Bus podcast. It's like half bad. Not yet. Cool looking. <laughs> not yet. I didn't watch Magic School Bus much. I wonder like, what the last book that didn't mention poop was. Well, so far, so far, this one. No, this one bad poop. Bad poop. Oh, that didn't mention poop. Yeah, that didn't mention oh. poop. Because the last, like, at least three have mentioned poop. Wait, when, did, when was there poop in book 16? The warning? Uh, what? Book 16? Isn't that when they go the on the airplane? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they go to the... Isn't the one with uh, gets pooped on almost? Th- yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> warning, falling <laughs> objects. And then before that is the horse poop book, isn't it? Yeah. No, wait. Uh, no, the shark. The shark. The shark. Poop, poop, yeah, whatever, it's not important. So after they morph into bat... They also they see an entrance to the Yerk pool from the Bat Cave, and so they they fly in. But uh oh, uh, the Yerks have some security there too. They have these robot things. They have these just spheres flying up, shooting lasers at them. No, this oh, is oh new. another good part of canon. Yerks have mouths. They have they have uh, osmosis nodes. Uh, so once the hunter robots attack them, that they get all separated because like some of them like fall to the ground, and some of them like you know. Escape and it's, Rachel falls into the York pool with yeah. her wing broken or like just torn up. But she's a bat, so her ear holes are too small for the York. Yes, yeah, so the Yorks aren't like the Yorks don't even care about her because apparently bats would probably fly in here all the time from that one hole and then fall into the York pool because the robots shoot them. So the Yorks don't even care. But so she sinks below the Yorks, or she just I don't so she just demorphs. I don't even. I, I like this scene. She but... like as a bat, she like. Go, she like goes to like the the edge of the pool to like hang on to it. She, oh, grabs, right. she grabs onto the the pier where the, all the, uh, the, that's right. the people like get forced in there. She, she like, grabs onto the pier, demorphs underneath the pier, like she can't be seen, and she like sees people's feet through the cracks. And, and then I thought this was a cool scene, just yokes all around her, and it was. Scary. Well, I was like, why didn't she just pick up one of those little slugs and acquire it? What's it gonna do? Mm. It's not gonna do. That anything. would have been that would have been cool. I guess she just didn't think of it. I didn't think of it on. That's the first one I thought of was like quite. I have acquired a Yurik with a million questions. That would be really. That was to turn into a be, shark and then just start. That would be a really good idea because if you if you had her acquire a Yurik and then you have somebody acquire like one controller, then that's two people you can get into the you can get into the Yurik pool. Yeah. With you know through an entrance. So cool. Um, so then Rachel turns into an ant, and she crawls across the pier as an ant, and, uh, eventually crawls onto a human controller who then walks away. Then she, like, falls off somewhere and goes into some building where she's alone or something. She goes, she finds some room where she's alone and demorphs. I also forget that there's What I found of- freaky about this was that she was like, oh, I, I can't just shout for help or, like, not speak for help because then they'll try to rescue me and they'll all get killed. Yeah, she was like, okay, well, I guess I'm on my own now. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah she kind of had, like, a, I'm just going to kamikaze now. Like, she kind of just had that mindset. Yeah, but then her. she was like, no, if I do that, I'll get, like, caught, and then I'll let my friends down. Well, but yeah. She, she was really considering just turning into a sharks and killing a bunch of UX. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was, uh, she was, like, thinking, of, yeah, that was fun. Oh, real quick, I mean, Rachel, that wasn't, like, uh, fun's not the right word. When she's, like, just cool. a bat in the yolk pool, she, a bunch of yolks keep bumping into her, and she suspects that yolks are blind and can't see it. Do you guys think that's true? Because I, I didn't, I assumed, I didn't think they were, like, blind. I mean, they're pretty good at running away. What? Like, from what I've seen, yolks are pretty good from at running away. From what I've seen, they don't know where they're going. They're just eating. Well, they're good at eating. There's a three like yeet himself from the video. They can move. Why are you covering it? Yeah, let's not use the word yeet. Let's cut out the word yeet in every episode. Bleep it out. Bleep it out. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to sound so bad. They're just bleeping themselves out of there. (laughs) 
So Mitchell's like theorizing. These are three bleeps into the river. <laughs> How do they get back to the host when it was time? Smell, sound, some other sense. So that just seems like maybe foreshadowing to some. Well, yeah. I mean, if they weren't blind, they would have seen her demorph, right? Uh, Inside the pool. Yes. No, because she demorphed above the pool, didn't she? What? No, no. She, she was like under the pool. You know, like when you have like a pool ladder and you oh. like hide under the ladder. Yeah, that was where she was. Oh, so I guess, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good comparison. <laughs> I uh, so I guess that she was correct then. I guess I guess they were blind. Okay. Or could they? Otherwise, all the Yorks would be like, "Hey, visit the there's this girl that morphed <laughs> in the pool." We all saw, maybe maybe the, maybe the Yorks pool water is gray, so you can't see through it. Well, they did say it was, like, lead-colored, which makes me think it's opaque. Yeah. Yeah. I thought her turning into an ant here was really satisfying compared to how it would have been in book five. Um, yes. Because in this part, she was like, oh, I'm going to die. I need to turn into an ant. And uh, it was cool because they, they, they literally good. haven't done that for, like, ten books. And they could not because there's no queen. Book five is good. Mm-hmm. And she said that part of the reason that she wasn't taken over by the ant mind was... Because she'd been an ant before, and also because she's not in an environment that will be familiar to the ant. Like, the world of smell isn't at all what an ant would be used to, so that allows her to control the body better, I guess. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. So you're saying, like, if if the animal has to see things that it doesn't know instinctually, like, if the, if the animal's learning, then the the human mind is able to, like, take a hold of it there? Sure. If the, if the animal's not comfortable with that, it's not going to, like, eat Well, the, the ant's, ant's not ha- having any pheromones to follow, so it, it's not really doing much. Yeah. There's a part, when Rachel latches onto the guy, she's like, cheap shirt. I mutter to no one. I could feel the roughness of the fabric. So that's what, oh, Rachel. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. That's yeah. what she says? Yeah, she just latches onto the guy. She just comments how the shirt is cheap. Rachel's obsessed with fashion. How do you know what a shirt's supposed to feel like as an ant? <laughs> That's what I yeah. Wait, what is what is your ant comments? Oh, I just want to say that how weird it was that she could walk on top of the water. Um, yeah, if it's swirling a bunch, I don't know if that would work out. It's swirling. But... She wasn't walking very well though. She, she was she walking said. on the yurks. She I was think just floating. I think maybe like because it's like not water, it's like some other liquid. Maybe like the the surface tension is more. Yeah, and like it doesn't move on the top as much, nearly as much as underneath. It makes me think, I heard once that if you fell into, like, a vat of beer, you would drown way faster because you can't swim as well, like, in different liquids. Hmm. Like, it's not as dense as water or something. Um, and that's, that's a weird thing to think about is that different liquids, like, liquids are different than water, and it might be easier or harder to swim. It's pretty scary, yeah. What are you watching? What, uh, Natural said she was stepping on the yurt, it made me think of... In MHC, Takeshi's uh, castle, when the people like step on those stones to get across the water, they step on like those like floaty rocks that you give pet turtles. Can you guys have more notes about ants or whatever? No, I this this part's mostly action. I don't have much to say. Rachel finds a gun. Yeah, and then her immediate instinct is just just run around shooting up the place. <laughs> so she, she 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 well she has it on stun and she doesn't she doesn't she sees that it's the set to stun and she doesn't change it. She just yeah, it but she yeah. I'm glad that I was I would expect I would have expected Rachel to turn in a high setting guard killing people just for I wouldn't have expected Rachel. that. 
Uh, I want to I want to vaporize these UX. I, I always forget that there's there. buildings in the UX pool. It's like really big. Um, you forget there's buildings. Yeah, I just imagine like they have a, a big... TV. Where else are they gonna store their two? I just imagine the TVs are just like out in the open. Like, yeah, me dirt. too. Like when you have like hell in a cartoon, it's just like caves, but with yeah, like, some objects. That's what I imagine. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. imagine like you know you never imagine buildings in hell. At least I don't. Yeah, where do you think of buildings underground? When are they gonna? Where else are they gonna store all their oatmeal? Huh? Just in a big pile? That would be stupid. Well, I know that. It's a big it's a big sack and it like scoop it up to the top and place it in <laughs> it's mentioned each time but I my brain just has a hard time processing yeah it just always like forget I'm, I'm surprised she's I was like oh yeah meet our building so she she just walks into this like storage room and she sees a bunch of boxes she touches one of them instantly the top of the box came loose with a sound like a vacuum sealed breaking well she pushes a button it sounded like when someone opens a can of coffee uh, I looked inside then I smiled I reached in and lifted out a hand sized vacuum beam Cool. <laughs> so she says cool out loud. loud. Uh, Groovy. As for, um, like, the buildings, I, I guess I, I tend to imagine them as, like, kind of open buildings, like when you have, like, gas stations, which is just, like, the roof over the gas things. It's not a like, building, like, stir. You can't keep oatmeal under a gas station. Well, the oatmeal's in a shack. It's in a shed. That's different. But but then, but then like, those areas have, like, gas stations where, like, you, like, go into, like, the gas station area. But then so the like first person she stuns is, like, a human woman, and she, so she, she pulls her hair back in a ponytail. She steals her blazer and her shoes and her glasses for some reason. <laughs> And disguise. that's her disguise. disguise, and she's like, "Yep, I look great." Even though the shoes are too small and the blazer is too big, and I the glasses just like, make me not able this, to see. This, this this look does not. I'm picturing this, and it does not look good at all. I want to look like a leotard, <laughs> but with like a sport jacket on. <laughs> what? I look cool. She yeah, said, "I want to look good for my first trip around the yoga pool as a human." I didn't think of the leotard. Yeah, I didn't either. What's but, a blazer? Yeah. I thought this was a great. Like what Hillary really Clinton like wears all the time. I thought it was really epic. I don't know that. She she wears a lot of different clothes. This whole part of Rachel just running around like shooting people and like taking people's clothes like freaking. I thought that was really cool. Uh, and then she that's when she conveniently runs into the young drug addict. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Tupperware of oatmeal. Which <laughs> chapter is that? Loose oatmeal. <laughs> she keeps it. I mean, what chapter is that? Uh, twenty four. Okay. Oh, th- there was a there was a. Uh, she meets him. Okay, so before that, they don't they see Axe like in the yoke pool. She saw them dragging Axe away, apparently. Yeah, and then she, like there's a person like next to her, and the person's like, "Oh man, I wish I could stay and watch, but I have to get back. My host is a judge, and there's an important case I'm prepare for." Because they're like put a sheath over Axe's towel, and they're like you know securing him to like imprison him. All the controllers. Um, I just thought it was a really cool detail that like this. Like they put the sheath on his tail. I imagine it looked like a big giant foam cube. I didn't. Well, let's move on then. <laughs> uh, but then this woman, uh, Rachel says, she walked away. I made a mental note of her face and occupation. I also made a note of the fact she was lying. She didn't want to be anywhere near Visa 3, which just proved she was very smart. The Visa had a temper, and when Visa got mad, he, heads always rolled, literally. It's true. I, I like that, that interaction with that Nobody woman. likes Visa 3. Me too. She hears Marco's thought speaks, and he's like, Okay, how about Rachel? Rachel, are you listening? Rachel, it's me, Marco. If you can hear me, Jake, Tobias, and Axe have all been taken. I'm trying to contact you and Cassie. Are you there? Can you answer? No? Well, I hope you're, you're okay. I'll try again later. Oh. So Marco's just, like, in a room somewhere hidden, like, just... I noticed... So he, you can, like, thought speak to people, even if you don't know... Where they where are. Where they are in Apparently. range. Apparently. 
So I thought that was cool. Yeah. So only Rachel can hear him. I wish that the thoughts speak if she had to explore a little more in these books because, like, it just seems like they just automatically know every single facet of it, um, and they they never talk about it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh yeah, you can send it to anyone or you can send it to one person, but they never like like how do you concentrate on sending it to a person that you don't know where they are, and like can you send it to like a theoretical concept? Like, could I send thought speak to like my OC who doesn't exist? And like no, if they were if they stupid. if they happen if they happen to exist so they could respond to me, <laughs> they just so happen. Could I be like okay? Oh, so this- if you came up with the boring human OC and was like, hey, this could be a person right. that actually is in the earth right now. I wonder. I wonder. Well, it have to be within me. range, but oh. like, well, if I was in the York pool, could I just be like, okay, this thought speak is only going out to all the blonde single ladies out there. If you want, <laughs> <laughs> I like that Marco says. I hope you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that, that Marco isn't a complete sociopath, too. I like that he's just, like, sitting there, just, like, every five minutes, just like, eh, Cassie, are you there yet? Or oh, whatever. Rachel, how about you? So, they meet Cassie, and they meet Marco. What chapter? 26 is when they meet Marco. What chapter 28? Rachel is That's cool. That's way later than 26. I mean, 25. <laughs> I don't know why his, where the where eight, number eight came from. Oh, yeah, Rachel is cool, because she... Somebody's like, get to your action station. There are more Andalite scum among us. And then she shoots that guy with the Dracon beam, but she like holds it up to his head so nobody sees the flash. And then she she frames the guy that she just shot. <laughs> She's like, he tried to shoot me. <laughs> yeah, and it works. With this. <laughs> <laughs> and it works because she was so close to it. Like the gun like hit, some of it hit down. her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel's good with the fast thinking in this book. Yeah, Rachel's so yeah. awesome in this book. That's like half my notes. It's really cool things Rachel does. Walk, don't run, I told myself. <laughs> and then Marco, oh, Rachel, Marco saying, who are you? He's just like... <laughs> Marco's just sitting in there. He's just he's just shoveling handfuls of oatmeal into his mouth. <laughs> Hang on. This thing, we get to the state of it. Isn't Rachel just like sitting in a room like as a gorilla eating bananas somewhere? Marco, not Rachel. He's eating, he's That's sitting, like, he's sitting in a, he's sitting in a yeah. room with a, as a gorilla... With all the oatmeal, isn't he? <laughs> no, he has a banana. He has a banana, banana too. Oh, he does? Yeah, he's not, it says he's on a pile of oatmeal, like, eating a banana. Where did he get a banana? Get I don't know. Okay. He's a gorilla. They can find bananas. They can just pull bananas out of their butts. <laughs> yeah, they they just have the genetic information of the bananas inside of them, so he can just grow bananas out of them at will. Yeah, he's just eating a banana <laughs> in the pantry. And then chapter 26, uh, is this when Visa 3 is like, hey, everybody stand still. We have the, the anti bandit somewhere. If anyone moves, shoot them. And Rachel's like, well, I can't do anything. And then she turns around the stupid behind her. He's like, oh, they moved! And she just shoots both of them. <laughs> and then runs into the pantry. Man, the Yorks oh, really need Rachel. to get their freaking <laughs> organized. Organized. They, they need to get it organized. I mean, they they notice her, but they're just like, it's like she's good at the, the fast thinking and like stalling people and thinking of all this thing. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, then they get the they get to the oatmeal. They, there's a chase, and then Rachel grabs the oatmeal, and Rachel, she... Rachel turns into an elephant. Yeah, as an elephant, she... Her teeth turn into tusks. And almost impale Marco. <laughs> oh, yeah, Marco, like, gets out of the way. And then Rachel throws a barrel of oatmeal into the York pool. You're and... going too fast. I'm oh, sorry. yeah, Rachel has some, Rachel has some uh, modern commentary to make... Um, she, she talks about how morphing is, like, dueling, because you gotta, like, choose your weapon. She's like... <laughs> Pretty much like some people do today, talking about dueling. Only nowadays, the duelists always seem to slaughter some innocent bystanders. So I think that she's, she's talking about, like, gang violence. This says a lot about our society. Yeah, I was confused I by that, I actually like, t- took it as she was talking about, like... I assume she's talking about war crimes. 
I assumed she was talking. I actually assumed she was talking about like wealthy capitalists who like can force workers to die for their. That's not a duel. I think they're gonna say wealthy capitalists shooting each other. Like I'm, I don't think they do that. There are a lot of evil things. Is well, duel, I mean, is duel two people by definition? Yes. Yeah. I guess it could be two entities, as in the rich capitalists sure. and the, the lower class. Well, no. I mean, it was a duel. It's a duel between various capitalists during which they kill the lower class. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, that makes sense. That's very meta. So they, yeah, they crash the oatmeal hut as an elephant. Rachel does. They, they get the oatmeal. They, yeah, they make Rachel take. Rachel takes a barrel of oatmeal and throws it into the yerk pool. Why the yerks are repackaging the oatmeal into barrels? I don't know. Well, so that people can't get to it. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't want to destroy it, man. And then she's like, "Quick, Marco, point a gun." Oh, wait, quick, Marco, point a gun at the barrel, and then they like use it as a bargaining chip, straight to Visor Three's face. Yeah, and then Visor Three's like, "Oh, that's fine," and then <laughs> Rachel just picks him up and yeets him <laughs> into the yerk pool. There's it's nothing. So Visor Three says there's nothing in the barrel but garbage. And then Rachel says, "Then you won't mind if my friend fires and blows it up," and then. She says that Visor Three was like thinking in his head. She was like, "Yeah, I noticed him like calculating. Hmm, would that be okay?" Visit three like just was like okay yeah go ahead because he realized like yeah just like five hundred yokes are gonna go insane whatever like I don't care about five hundred yokes it'll just be a minor setback. Um, I-, I think at this point I was like yeah I like I think scary visit three might be back here like visit three from the first two books he he doesn't seem nearly as incompetent. Yeah, in he's not really before. comical in this book. He's just like he's just like. Good. I don't like comical visit. Yeah, the, visit. This was like the best visit three book in a long time. I think. Oh, I thought it was a little silly at this part. Where they don't think, hey, what if he just morphs into something that can eat oatmeal? They didn't, that didn't occur to them. So they automatically suck in the water that they're standing in? Yeah, I don't know if I buy I, that. I that thought, seems like I a major flaw. A yeah, the guy had like... Thing. Oh, you're right. So, so yeah, what happens is... So then Rachel's like, oh, he doesn't care about anyone. Oh, he does care about one thing, himself. So she grabs him, throws him in the pool. He's like, ha, huh, now if you shoot it, you'll go crazy because you'll eat the oatmeal through your herbs. And yeah, but uh, yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't do it automatically, I guess. But I guess you don't eat stuff automatically either. But, but like, it's just a, it's yeah. So I think addictive. it would be a major design flaw if Andalites just automatically absorb anything they step on into their bodies. Well, yeah, I remember I remember specifically it mentioning dung being an uh, like dung on Andalites hoof at one point. In the, oh uh, no! If they uh, automatically absorb anything, maybe they, they taste it, but they don't necessarily eat it. <laughs> Maybe, but apparently, according to this book, they do. It didn't say like it according wasn't a literal ideas. like poop was there, but it was like a it was like a it's someone a, used it in like a saying. Yeah, it was a saying. Don't they shoot the oatmeal barrel? They then? do. They yes. do, and then basically just morphs into some pterodactyl hedgehog or something. They're, they're, so then all the animorphs are able to start running up the entrance. It's it's, it's actually very similar to the first book with Mister the Visor Three is some big stupid monster, and the animorphs are all running up the stairs trying to get away. And then as they're, I, I, I really liked the end, this ending. Yeah, I, I like this escape. I th- this was, this ending reminded me of the first few books was mm-hmm. like an escape. Were they thought, like running up the stairs? I thought it was a lot better though. Like this, this, this whole book to me was just like uh, an improved version. Not necessarily better, but it improved issues I had and it was similar to the first couple this of books. Very, I was expecting this book to be terrible because like the Cinnamon Cinnamon Bunza, I believe they ranked this book as the second worst of out of all the books. But yeah, I thought this 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 ending was I thought this ending was very satisfying. Yeah. There's, there's like cool lighting. I really so so here's the part where the claustrophobia thing paid off. Oh, I do like 
Rachel like uses the Dracon beam to collapse the entire tunnel. So then all the Animorphs are like, you know, they're all alone because they're all they're all in their own pocket of dirt. They all have to turn into moles and just start digging upward until they find the bat cave. And, and just, yeah, just straight up dig. They, they and they say it that, takes yeah. at least two hours because Rachel says she had to dig a hole big enough for her human self and demorph to not get trapped as a mole. I mean, good thing everyone happened to think of that. Like, and we're just like, oh, it's too late. What if, like, one person didn't think of that and it's yeah. like, Marco, everyone else thought of that, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marco's just a mole. And then Tobias was, like, he had a cat tune into, like, a... Yeah, I like how Rachel's worst fear throughout this whole book actually happens at the end. She I was buried to... alive! She just, she just has to, she just has to, um... I wasn't, expe- I wasn't she, she expecting her to, I wasn't her expecting her to, like, solve the problem just by collapsing the tunnel in on everybody. I was expecting them to have some stupid, like, fight... I mean, not stupid, but you know, like I was expecting them to have some fight where they were like, "Oh, they just miraculously, no one mirac- yeah. miraculously, no one saw us as humans, even though the Horkbajir were right there." Like they actually had like a like She's a just quick like, nope, thinking we're, we're like solution to like fix the issue. They collapsed the cave and got I out. I guess so. Yeah, everybody, all of the Horkbajir and Taxons who saw them turn into humans are just dead now. Yeah. I guess so. And and I like because that, they like, can't morph into moles. Yeah. A lot of a lot of Yorks are dead now. They, they like escape in a way that was like very specific to the animal. Like every other time, it's like, oh yeah, we swam for like hours. We like we ran away and got, like this time it was like, yeah, they had to be moles for this to work. Yeah, I really like that. That was cool. Last chapter. I I, I my notes are up to the last chapter. Anyone my, else? my notes are empty. Yeah. My notes. Are, I I hate, said barely anything about the last chapter. We'll see. Rachel turns into a bear and breaks Edelman out of the institution and says, "All right, dude, just don't screw up." Well, specifically, Rachel's mom says, "Yeah, someone said that a bear came along <laughs> and took Edelman out <laughs> Can of we just the." This? I like how specific she. I like how specifically she describes this man's delusions about talking bears. He's gone, ran away. But what's bizarre is how it happened. They're claiming yeah, a like grizzly this. bear calmly walked in, knocked the doors down, and told the man in some kind of psychic way. I mean, you have to envision a talking grizzly bear, a psychic talking grizzly bear, told the man she checked the notes she'd written down, told him to leave, get out, but not do anything dumb like trying to hurt himself because the bear. <laughs> Had had a really lousy day and didn't want to have to save him oh, again. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. That's the end of the book. That's uh, the end of the book. No, the last sentence is really weird. That was the end of the f- first and only great battle to ever involve oatmeal. And, by the way, if you ever see some poor, mad, deranged gentleman wandering the streets and raving away about things that live in his head, well, if you can handle it, give the man your spare change. That's the last sentence of the book. That seems fine. It's just like it's just so weird. A weird like message. It's like yeah, like if you ever see someone in the street who's like going on about things, they just give them money. That's just that. You know that is, you know. Okay, I didn't think about that, but I was just I was just thinking about it in the context of the animorphs fictional universe. Where no, I was she's thinking like, like kids are gonna read this book, and it's like mom, mom, the man on the street. I have to give him my money. Yeah, that's. I didn't Rachel think about. I didn't think about that. <laughs> that, is, that is weird. So that was probably one of the stranger last sentences. I think the last sentence is always. And then weird. I dumped a bucket of water on Marco's head, and we all went home. <laughs> that was the weirdest one. <laughs> oh, oh! We didn't even talk about how Marco bought like a ton of oatmeal. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Marco bought like shares in the oatmeal stock market. No. <laughs> Well, he bought like 38 boxes. <laughs> All for it to be nothing because the Yerks had their own oatmeal just conveniently sitting yeah. around. Yeah, that's funny. 
So then the end doesn't he like stop it? Because originally they were just gonna take the oatmeal and then dump it through the hole into the yerk pool. Well, originally weren't they gonna like try to sneak it into the control? They were originally gonna try and force feed people. <laughs> but then they're like, oh, just put it in the yerk pool. That's probably easier. Yeah. <laughs> just imagining the animorphs like as bears and tigers, like <laughs> holding people in a headlock, being like, it's a oatmeal. <laughs> oh, I need to get my joke book. Like Marco. Uh, let me check about. Uh, yeah, talk about you guys can talk about the scene where Moko stops at Rachel's house and says, "Hey, he's oatmeal or whatever." That's well, all that happens. Yeah, he just he just dumps it off at Rachel's house because mm-hmm. his dad made him get rid of all of it. Yeah, because he had like thirty eight, and this stuff was disgusting. I mean, it wasn't that was ba- gross. It wasn't horror. Okay, it was fine at first. It was disgust. It would be dis- I think he had like thirty eight boxes of it. That's disgusting. I do not want to eat. Another serving of this, much less another thirty-seven boxes. I can't of even this. finish mine. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a it's a good. That's good on Marco to get rid of that. Mister out finding his joke book. Yeah, you yeah. can hear him stomping around up there. There's a point in this book where they make a really weird uh, comparison. It's like they they compare something in size to a tall woman. Oh, I remember like, that. That's kind of weird. It's about Wait, as tall as a tall woman. Like why? What isn't the, so? You mean like an average man? So like man? six feet tall. So like, like an average. No, like she. A, it's Rachel, so she's gotta be feminist, okay? Statue of Liberty. It's be a she's a tall woman. Besides, whatever she. Yeah, what does tall even mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, like, you can't. Uh, you like can't five. use a, an adjective to describe the thing you're comparing. The size <laughs> yeah, yeah. To. Wait, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as the, tall the, this, as a this, really, really yeah, tall tree. The size of a, <laughs> the size of a real, like a huge like cat, like really, really <laughs> big cat. <laughs> like, 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 uh, like, a, like a really, really big cat. What was the show that had a joke? I don't know, who joked in an episode. I was like, like, I think it was I Carly. Yeah, they said it's 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 no no it's Phineas and Ferb. What? It's Phineas and Ferb. What is the joke? There was there's like this Frankenstein monster, and they said, yeah, he, he was really big, like bigger than a refrigerator, but smaller than a really big refrigerator. It was how they kept describing the size of this oh, okay. thing. Nice. And they talked about the thing where Spencer was like playing twenty questions, and someone was like, "Is it big?" He was like, "Well, how big is it?" Because like, <laughs> is it like Texas big or like a bat? Like a battery is big to compared to a ladybug. Do you, do you remember why he said that? No, I don't. Because the way it was big toe, and he didn't know how to answer. <laughs> yeah, big toe yeah. Was <laughs> anyway, I like this book. I thought the oatmeal thing was dumb because it's like, oh, lol, random, specifically maple ginger oatmeal. It's like, oh, there wasn't. We, we they could, didn't like joke but, about it as much as I was. Yeah, expecting. but it was just like a like a meta, like oh, lol, random. But I think we could make, they did because there were always like somebody oatmeal. was like, oh, oatmeal oh, makes yeah, you go right. crazy. Like, oh, nope, oatmeal. you mean instant oatmeal. Yeah, instant maple ginger. Like, oh, I, no, I would have uh, expected oh, a lot like, more oh, silliness to come from that than did and did. Like, oh, this was the first war with oatmeal. But I think the way you explain like, the preserver things makes it a lot more sense to me. I mean, I don't know if Capelgate intended that or not, but that's just Yeah, probably not. And like, you know, other than like Rachel being really awful to like mentally ill people and stuff, this book was great, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's a good book. Uh, are we done? I think we so. We have jokes. Yeah, we have that. And we have to sign off. Okay, uh, hey, be natural. You have to sign You're off. Already been the podcast. Be natural. Signing off. Better. Goodbye. I must. Do. I think we forgot to sign off in one episode. So whatever. Oh. No, we're not gonna stop just Just that. stitch together random. <laughs> just stitch together words, and nobody <laughs> will notice. It. Just yeah. stitch together like yeah, I'll saying I'm and our names. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm Stir. Thank you for watching, listening.
Ooh, this is kind of related to bats. Ooh. Is it like a baseball joke? No. How do vampires get around? By flying. No. Get around. Mm. Yeah. I get around, uh, get around, cool, get right? around, I get around. They, they hang out. They... They, uh... The last one was the elementary school thing, right? Yes. Okay. Elementary school. How do vampire? How do vampires get around? They have, they in vampires. It, it's it's it's. I'll give you a hand. It's it's in a in in a vehicle. In a, a van. Bus. In a coffin. Oh, yeah. in a hearse. In a hearse. No. In a in a in a. <laughs> so you were kind of close <laughs> when I said blood a blood 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 yeah. bus. An ambulance. No. An ambloodlance. No. <laughs> blood. Like bus, but blood. The battle bus from Fortnite. Think about, think about bats more. Bats. The battle bus no. from Fortnite. But in the bat mobile. The Batmobile. Close. The bat. Battery acid. Battery and ram. You, no, think about what you said earlier. I the, said blood bus. The bat bus. Okay. The bat bus. No, <laughs> other ones. Like that bus from Totoro, but it's blood a bat. bat. How do cat. vampires get around? Bat car. Blood no. car. The Batmobile. Blood vehicle. <laughs> How are you guys not getting it? <laughs> you said like all the words, just not the right ones. Blood bat. truck. Blood truck. Bat truck. Why do you think I said to think about bats? Which is bat. Blood Echo location. Blood wings. Flying. Blood, blood plane. Bat plane. Bat plane. <laughs> blood, biplane. Yeah. What, what is the most famous bat themed vehicle? The, the Batmobile. Bat okay. The Bloodmobile? Yes. <laughs> what? So stupid. No. <laughs> That's horrible. That's okay. I don't feel bad about not getting that one. Yeah, jeez. In a Bloodmobile with an exclamation point. <laughs> How many exclamation points? Just one. Good. <laughs> That mobile would have fit better. <laughs> what the heck is a blood mobile? <laughs> how vampires get around. Hold on, I'm Googling. They can turn into bats, they can fly. Why do they need a car? <laughs> I'm Googling blood mobile. Does anything come up? Oh, it actually is a type of car. It's. Oh, okay, okay. we're just dumb thinking it's about Batman. <laughs> no. no, I don't think it was about Batman. Wait, what's a blood mobile? It's a mobile blood donation center. <laughs> Okay. No, that's actually pretty epic because they could they could pretend to be doctors and then we get blood from people. Oh. And they well, yeah, it. but then they say, "I want to suck your blood." Oops, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I want donate. to suck it with this machine so they can donate it. Yeah, then they, they don't uh, have uh, to be. Then they don't have listen, to be you'd invited know, into people's houses. You'd, you'd know when you go to the bus and then they have like <laughs> capes and they say, "Ooh, I want to suck your blood," and they go. <laughs> it only happens at night for some reason. Man, move along about this joke. It has layers that we didn't know about. Yeah. Man, I just feel dumb for not knowing where Bloodmobile is. That just seems is. really dark, though. <laughs> you ever been in Bloodmobile? No. Yeah, I have. They're pretty cool. You just didn't know what it was called? No. It, they, well, they called it the Blood Bus, I think. Oh, so you technically got the answer right then. When you said Blood Bus. Well, I, I forgot it was called Blood Bus. Oh, so you, so you weren't thinking of it. Wait, no. someone, didn't someone say in a blood donation center or no? I think someone did. A mobile blood donation center. Someone said they hang out. Someone said how do they get around? <laughs> Smart. They fly. <laughs> okay, bye. Walk.
a good book. One, two, two. oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Herbie, Herbie is a pink guy. One, two, oh, oatmeal, because Kirby's very cute. One, two, oatmeal, Kirby is a pink guy. One, two, oatmeal, because Kirby's very cute. Kirby and Alice his enemies and make it later. Kirby's so happy that there's something he can because he's such a pink guy. Kirby and Alice his enemies and make it later. Kirby's so happy that there's something he can because he's such a pink guy. Here comes Kirby to the tank because he's a tank tank. What a triumph is that? Here comes Kirby to the tank because he's a tank tank. He's a tank tank. What a triumph is that? We're not going to do the whole second round, are we? That was very musical. Thanks for providing the background sounds. Uh, are we done?